Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I am back this week. I've, uh, I'm now a free man pod. Back uh, to full. To some full some people would say a tripod. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Tripod. That's, yeah. Better word in. The tripod. Yep. Uh, as you can hear, Fisher and Krusty here with me as always. Hello, guys. Um, Hello. Yeah. So this week, we're going to we're gonna run through Survivor Series. Um, talk about our review of that. We'll kind of then go straight into Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and then finish with AEW this week. So, Fisher, do you want to kind of kick us off with Survivor Series? Yeah, so I'll run through the Survivor Series card. We'll talk about each match, um, what we, what our thoughts on it were, um, some longer than others. So the pre-show, um, when we did um, Full Gear last week, we didn't talk about the pre-show for very long, so I'll do, we'll do the same with um this show so priest and nakamura were surprisingly relegated to the pre-show um which i didn't think was um a good move really um not a lot to say about this match was there um it was mostly rick boogs just doing guitaring during the wrestling happening uh, distracting (laughs) priest Priest getting angry (laughs) priest getting more and more yeah annoyed and then eventually just uh breaks the guitar and smashes him overhead with it. I loved so, that bit, though. I yeah, did I didn't love like, that bit. I, I do think that may be why they put it on the pre-show, yeah. because they were doing a non-finish and they thought, let's just put it on the pre-show then. I, um, I think yeah. it is rare, though. It's rare for them to do a non-finish on a pre-show. Yeah. Usually pre-show matches are just a standard 10-minute match, clean finish, move on, no, no repercussions, usually. It was weird that they're protecting Nakamura, really, because they they had him pinned by, like, I, I mentioned last week's pod, that they had him pinned by like Angel Garza or whatever, or Humberto Career, one of the two. Do you Smackdown. think this is yeah. uh try? Do you think Priest possibly is turning heel? Well, his his new character is dual personalities, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. He, I mean, he's still a. I think he's still a face at the moment. <clears throat> yeah, I think he's but... face until he gets tipped to and then he goes into this psycho. Kind of what they're doing with a bit with Dakota Kai on NXT a bit. I, not, I, yeah. I, I think she's still heel, but it's not quite clear. And um, yeah, so I, I think that's what they're doing. Um, I quite like that kind of character. Yeah, it's, it is. It's it's nice. It is. It is nice. We, we haven't seen it for a while, have we? I don't think this kind of. I think character. Damon Priest uh, does it quite well so far. He's a beast as well, isn't he? So he can pull it off. Mm. He did look like he properly hit Boogs with that guitar as well. Yeah, yeah. It was really good it, from it was, both of them. It was a decent. Um, it was a decent-ish match for pre-show. That's all I've got to say about it. Really, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. I think they could have just done the same thing and just had Priest pin Nakamura. Didn't need to have a DQ, but... The Reckoning. 
yeah, I could have had the reckoning. But yeah, I mean, the reality is they don't care about this match, and nor do I. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those, it, isn't it? It was it's the whole pay per view was kind of five anyway. minutes and then goes straight <laughs> no, in with sorry, the negativity. There's, there's no build to this match. No build to this podcast. Like, why should we care as fans about this match? Oh, yeah. two, two good wrestlers I know. having a good old scuffle a bit of guitar shredding man <laughs> I do think as well we said it's the return of uh, Keeney this week oh, Salty Sean will probably be returning as well but judging by his what I know of his thoughts on some of the segments this week that we'll talk about yeah um, this this was a uh, rich oh, week for skid marks so. right, I better be Extra positive, the positive pod father. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's go on to the next match first. Yeah. So the obvious, no, this one is definitely worth talking about more in more detail. Um, opening the show could have been main event, I think. Um, yeah. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, and they just went for it. Wow. We. Yeah, this was absolutely amazing. This match, so good. And yeah, I I, I assumed this match was first because they had a big angle for the main event. Yeah, Obviously, I we'll, could we'll, smell we'll, the rock we'll, cooking and it didn't happen. Yeah, we'll get onto it, but there was no real angle for the main event, so I don't know why they didn't end, because this was the most built match on the show. Probably, yeah, I reckon it probably was, you know, and, and they had a really good video package on it last week. I think it was unpredictable in comparison to the main <laughs> event as well, where we all kind of knew Roman realistically was going to win. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. They came straight out, didn't they? They was not messing around. It was a really high-paced match. Um, some some crazy high risk moves um, from from both superstars, and I, I like the way they were using. It almost felt real because we've obviously had this backstage stuff with them, and yeah. they were using each other's moves, which yes. felt really insulting. I was going to comment on that. Uh, so clever, Becky using the figure four, then um, Charlotte using the disarmer. Yeah, and the exploder. Um, yeah, it was so good. Yeah, I, I even didn't mind the finish to be honest because I think it plays into Becky's character really well. I know we sort of comment that we don't like those sort of finishes sometimes, but I think this is an occasion where it actually makes sense. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And maybe this is one they can revisit. This is like a long... I I, I, can, I know we've been here loads of times, Becky and Charlotte, but this is... I, I just felt like this is one they're going to come back to, like a WrestleMania. So um, good. And I just want to... Yeah. Last week on the pod, I mentioned about um, me being disappointed between... Conti and Britt Baker, and I compared it to the WWE matches. This is a comparison. It yeah. is if no way the top near the level. Yeah. No way near the yeah. level. Um, and I'll probably raise this again later on um, in the podcast with, with another match, but that's what I mean. It, when you're comparing this to that, it, it's chalk and cheese. Yeah, yeah. I do get what you're saying. And um, yeah, finish was a bit. I, I maybe that was another reason why it didn't main event because it didn't have the best finish in the world. But like you say, on this occasion, I didn't care too much. Um, I just thought it played into Be- uh, big time Bex's character at the moment. That's the sort of thing she's, I think she's sort of almost admitted she's not the best, but she wins whatever, whatever happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, she has more interesting well. boots on as well. Yeah. I was more annoyed because I had Charlotte to win, I think as well. Um, I went for Charlotte. I think I've done just, a- Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you might as well just give up this year. Well, there's only one well, pay-per-view left anyway. Um, it's basically over now, basically. Yeah, it's, literally just done it. it's literally just war games left. Yeah, war games. Um, is, is it's war games! games. What? 
<laughs> but I was getting it in early this week. Um, They'll be more of that later. Yeah, they, they probably will. But yeah, that's the last pay-per-view of the year because day one is the first day of 2021, isn't it? Uh, 2022, sorry. Um, there's a pay-per-view, so. Is there? Yeah, well, yeah, it's literally called day one. Yeah, WWE day one on New Year's Day. Ish. Um, so no, just, we'll, just we'll just be doing predictions. Actually on day one. Predictions yeah. on New Year's Day and st- just going in straight yeah. up, starting the new year with a win, hopefully for me. I've been I'm excited for that one. Um, yeah. Let's move on then to the first elimination match. Um, the men's went for early. I was quite surprised how early in the card it went, but actually it made sense in the yeah, end. Yeah, I, I guess you couldn't have the women's elimination straight after the women's singles no, match. No, you have to kind of break them up a bit. And this was never going to main event. So unless it was going to be the main event, put it here, I reckon. Um, and what did we... So what did we... The first question is, what do we make of the Kevin Owens um, booking here? Well... On its own, it's okay, but we had basically the same thing with Seth Rollins last year. Um, yeah. he, he sacrificed himself last year, and Owens did this. The, 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 the problem with the Survivor Series matches that now, they're quite predictable, and we're always going to get a spot, or not always, but we often get spots where someone just walks out. Or gets we get, counted out. Yeah, we get, we, we, we get a double count out, guaranteed. Like every year, there's two people they want to protect. Double count out. That just happens. So some of the spots are quite predictable. There's usually like a three-on-one, four-on-one comeback. We saw that later on in the show. Um, so th- there's a lot of spots you can kind of... Th- there's no real originality to these matches anymore. The only one I really liked was when they had an XT SmackDown and Raw. That was so competitive. Yeah. I think that's when they did it right. Yeah. That, where that's they made the best the one. Since they've done the, the brand split one, that's the only good one, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the original one, actually, the first one they did, um, I saw, keep seeing pictures of that team the other day. It was like Team Raw was Jericho, KO, Roman, Seth, and like Braun Strowman or something. It was like really strong. And then it's like AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton. It was like star-studded match and it was really good. But, that sounds yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, that was the, the very first, when the first brand fit split first started and they did it straight away and it was, it was good. And it felt like it meant something as well. Whereas now... Yeah. We're so used to it over the years. To be mm. honest, apart from the NXT one, the last Survivor Series that I think the match, the elimination matches have meant anything was the Team Cena, Team Authority, or Team Authority one, which is probably my favourite ever Survivor Series match. Yeah, um, there just needs to be where some, Dol- some Sting, Sting debuted and Dolph Ziggler was sole survivor. Um, it's Sting! <laughs> um, so, yes, I didn't mind the Owens thing individually. I know what you're saying, Keeney, like, We'll yeah, get to yeah, the, on its own, it's okay. Because we got, I actually was more annoyed by the count out with McIntyre and Lashley because that was like, oh, why didn't I see that? So predictable. As soon as they went yeah. to um, I was like, oh, here we Whereas go. Whereas the KO thing, actually, they were kind of building to it in the previous Makes week sense, with his character. Yeah. Um, he was like, I'm going to be the biggest dick possible. He's been saying that on Raw like the last couple of weeks. So he did the dickish thing and just walked off. Um, so actually, I've, I've, the only downside to it for me as a massive Kevin Owens fan you don't is I didn't get to see him wrestle. wrestle. And yeah. I would yeah. if I was paying if I was a paying fan on TV, I don't care that much. If I was a paying fan, I was like, oh, let's get to see Kevin Owens. You'd be living, and then he just that. walked off. I'd have been a bit pissed off. Um, yeah, I agree with you there. I yeah. take your opinion completely, Fisher, and I agree with it. Yeah, <laughs> game set and match. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was my issue with that. Um, so he got eliminated first. Obviously, no one had. That in our predictions, Corbin got absolutely wrecked very early on by Balor. Yes, um, I put that it's another predictable thing in Survivor Series matches. The person who's looking really, really good, middle of match, start a match, you know, they're getting eliminated in a minute. It happened yeah. with Tony Storm and Baron Corbin in this 
um, in this on this show. So Baron Corbin, actually, I put oh Corbin's do, look, doing well. He's looking good here, and then all of a sudden um, he was out. Um, yeah, there was a big bit of a uh, big thing with everyone. Suddenly, everyone was piling into the ring. Um, ended up being Balor and Corbin, um, and a coup de gras. At least we got a, an actual finisher <clears> here. Um, coup de gras to Balor uh, to Corbin. Sorry, and he was gone, evening up the um, teams <clears throat> there to four all. Um, that was okay. Then Xavier, I put the, I've got my note. Xavier Woods kind of almost flying everywhere. He got in the ring, um, and then again he got put to sleep, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he he came up I against love. Lashley. And, Lashley looks yeah. a monster, uh, look, I was he? a bit surprised. They, I thought Woods might be one of the people they protect in this match. I was surprised, but I was pleased. I love it when they do these surprising things. Yeah. Lashley's had a big beat down lately, so he's needed this sort of real push to pick him up. And yeah. I, I thought it was great because I was annoyed the other day that Xavier Woods was about to beat Roman Reigns. So, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's put him down a peg, um, make Lashley look strong. Yeah, uh, it's fine. And again, Hurt Lock was used here. So at least there was a couple of yeah. finishers used at this period. And it's one of um, those really, really protected finishers that no one really gets out of. Not even like, you know, out of for a little bit. Like once you're in it, you're, you're done. Like, it's over. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's quite really pro- protected. protected. Yeah. Um, and then I put, there was a big face off. They kept coming back, Drew and Bobby. And you kind of knew where this was going to go eventually. Um, and then they obviously ended up both getting, <laughs> we've just mentioned it. Um, they both get counted out, which was mm-hmm. a real shame. Um, there was a cool spot straight after with Finn and Seth hitting double sling blades. I really liked oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that was fun. That yeah. was cool. They were like in tandem, which to be fair, as, as superstars together, they're actually awesome. Well, Seth and Finn have got a bit of chemistry, haven't they? They, they wrestled on um, Raw as well. Mm. Like, uh, straight, uh, you know, the day after, so they, they, they've got good chemistry, them too. It'd be good, if, it'd be good if, if they can have a feud, like a proper. Well, I think that's what it's leading to. Basically, although I think, more, I, base... I think it's just one that Finn will just lose when he surely. I mean, Seth can't lose a feud. Seth, Finn doesn't seem very well booked at the moment, to be honest. No, it's a shame for him, but um... no. One person I want to give, I know we haven't quite got to him yet, but I want to give Austin Perry some props to this match. Yeah, yeah. he looked really good, and again, survived, I was going to get did, to that. Did, did he, no, he didn't survive today, but he got. He was in the final three. Yeah, he, he got right to the end. Yeah. Um, and I thought he looked really good. And it, looked, it, it didn't look out of place either. No, for, no. for the, the obvious one out of place on the in, in the match. Well, I, I was critical, critical last week purely because of the logic of him. Adam Pearce said that he wanted former WWE champions in the uh, match. It's been and a week he, of weird logic when Austin so, is concerned. You know, they put him here. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll definitely get to that. Uh, excellent booking later. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> But um, I'm yeah, excited. To be fair, he did. <laughs> he did. Um, Calm down, Fisher. Don't get eccentric. All right, we're gonna, we're, that's enough now. The egg pads. One's enough for really, right. it. Um, Keep your yolk. <laughs> for God's sake. That doesn't um, make any sense. No, it doesn't make any right? sense whatsoever. Fisher, just crack on, mate. <laughs> so yeah, then um, Seth was the next one eliminated, wasn't he? Um, he got a. Uh, he was winding up Drew after he got eliminated and got the Glasgow kiss. Um, oh, was oh, he yeah. the next one eliminated? No, he is. Seamus got a two count at this bit. Um, Seth wasn't it? I don't know what I'm on about. Seamus was so looking awesome, by yeah, the Seth won, yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've put on my notes. My notes were confusing me then. So. Seamus is very good for you're right? It's brilliant. Yeah, he's always, he's always really... Um, he caught um, Finn, didn't he, mid-air? That was a 
that was mad. Yeah, I tell you what, he's one actually. Him and Adam Cole seem to time their like kicks on diving people so well. I've seen him a few times hit a bro kick on like a diving superstar. He catches them all the time, like bang on, Seamus. He's he's so underrated that guy. He's amazing. He is, he, is. he he could easily get another like title picture run. I'm surprised. I, I'll be surprised if if he doesn't. Um, I hope he does. It's a shame he's on SmackDown. Actually, it'd be nice to see a Sheamus Big E feud or something. That'd be pretty. Mm. Pretty. Cool. I mean, we've seen that on SmackDown like last year, but Sheamus Big E. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah for the US. Yeah, for the on US title, wasn't it? Um. Yeah. No, I don't think it was a title. I don't think it was a title. No. I don't think so. It was a non-title, I think. But yeah, they had a big feud anyway last year. Yeah, I want to um, see it again. So the match in the end comes down to um, Austin Theory was still in there, and it was Rollins and Theory against Jeff Hardy. I mean, as much you know, I want to give Austin Theory credit. I have to give Jeff Hardy credit as well because yeah, what, wasn't it your prediction for first elimination? He was nice. purely because I know sometimes in these matches they love to send out a fan favorite like really quickly. Yeah, and then you have him fighting like SmackDown fighting underneath without one of their popular stars. Um, I guess I had Corbin, didn't I? I'm trying to remember. I think you I both had Corbin. Yeah, yeah. who I need, who was going to be my other pick, believe it or not. Yeah, um, I believe it. I thought, um, yeah, Jeff was awesome in this match, and as I say it every every week when he wrestles, but the, the crowd are just. I thought he was going to win. I honestly thought he was going to beat Seth. Yeah, and that's that's coming from a massive Seth fan. I thought he was going to beat him. And I thought the match when it got down to Seth and Hardy was actually really, really good and fun. Yeah, it was um, good. It's only a few minutes. Um, so Austin Theory obviously then gets eliminated by by Jeff Hardy. Comes down to the two. And Rollins is the sole survivor, which I know obviously would have made you happy, Krusty. Oh, um, he's, he's just insane, isn't he? And I think he he, like, we've so been talking good. about him yeah, having he's a big fire. win as well. He's on we've, fire. We've been talking about him having a big win because he's in this sort of main event scene on Raw, but he has lost a lot. I know he won the obviously yeah. the ladder match to get the contract, but that's not. He was being arrogant after losing everything. It was a bit. It was getting a bit <laughs> odd, but yeah, now, yeah, now he, he's yeah, got he, he had to get some to wins, didn't he? So he got a big yeah. win here, um, and but I do think as well, Jeff Hardy this done some good for him. And yeah. I know I've said it, but I can see uh, that title push for Jeff Hardy is definitely coming. Yeah. Well, I don't, he's going to have I, a nice I, promo next week with Dewdrop or something man, yeah. backstage. I don't know if you saw, but there was, I, I only saw like a, um, like a clip, but he's on Stone Cold Broker's yes. Hell sessions. Yeah. And I think he calls out the Bloodline and Roman Reigns on there randomly. Yeah. He, so, he, has, he said it in numerous in, interviews that yeah. he's got a couple of matches left that he's never had that are dream matches from and Roman is one of them. So, and I think that would be a good... There's not many other people on, on SmackDown to go for Roman, so I think Jeff going for Roman. And someone as, as beloved as Jeff going up against Roman makes mm. make Roman even more hated. I think it works perfectly um, with the dyma- dynamic of the characters at the moment. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was... Um, we've got another couple of finishes, actually, towards the end, haven't we? Because we've got the Swanton Bomb to Theory, and it was a, a stomp to win the match. Um, yeah, love a curb stomp. So, decent finish to the end. I thought it was a decent finish to the match. Um, but I, 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 as usual, overbooked. Yeah. Just yeah. overbooked. I, I thought it was a good match for what it was overall. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot of good wrestlers. Just a shame you have these predictable spots. It'd just be nice for them for one year to just have original spots. I, I guess yeah. it's hard. They've done it for so long now. They, but surely there's something original they could do. I can't think of anything. I think even just now. doing the Raw v SmackDown, do something original there, at least. Well, so- Survivor Series really should... You can still have these tag matches, but maybe have them into brand. You don't have to have brand v brand. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very hard to build a brand v brand 
match. I wouldn't mind seeing um, the, the main elimination matches being no DQ. Fools count anywhere. Mm. So it's like absolute chaos. Yeah. Just have people all over. You don't have to have them all in the ring tagging in and out. You could just have different segments all over this stadium or wherever they are. Yeah, that, that could actually work. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, another suggestion I've heard is, um, I heard, heard on a, another podcast, but I've heard that... Um, Sacrilege. <laughs> why don't you have uh, the main Survivor Series tag match have just the champions involved? So you that you would have had Roman, Shinsuke and the Usos. The and only then, problem with that is you know then, they're going to be um, overbooking the hell out of that to protect oh, yeah. all their champions. So you would, you're pinning all your champs. Also, what would happen on the rest of the card? <laughs> Well, you, 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 yeah, you, that is true. We'd have like Natty versus. I don't like. I actually yeah. don't like that idea at yeah. all. I don't like that idea personally. Yeah. Well, it's another podcast side. There wasn't mine. So. Oh, good because <laughs> other podcasts are rubbish. But, yeah, that goes to show that we're the best podcast. <laughs> we won't. We won't name and shame. No. No. Um, that was so, the Sean. But, but, but they're all shit. Moving after on, on <laughs> after this. <laughs> moving on after this. So we got. The first appearance of Vince, and we'll get into that and what all that meant later when we move on to Raw. Um, I was like, hang on, Vince is on TV. Um, It was nice uh, to see him. Yep. Um, And we'll talk about about when we get to Raw, really, uh, what happened there. Yeah, so I kind of missed the introduction to you, because he did it on the pre-show, didn't he, apparently? He, like, come out and showed off in the backstage. Yes, I didn't see that. So I I, I just skipped the pre-show to the match. I didn't watch the pre-show. And then I saw, I was like, where's my egg there? Like, before you even, even mentioned it. And then I was like, oh, well, this egg's going to mean something. Like, yeah. Talk, talk I, I thought it was going to be a so big much. deal because Roman was in there with him. I was like, ooh, what's going on there? Um, and then... You should have watched it, but you got egg on your face. <laughs> I was just, um, I was just thought, oh, this is leading to The Rock. Like, there's no, like, The Rock's coming tonight. They're, they're all talking about it. It's so, like, Vinnie Mac's here. Like, why would Vinnie Mac be here if The Rock wasn't arriving? And, then, but, and he wasn't. And he wasn't. He so nothing. But, yeah. The next actual match on the card was the Battle Royal. Um, Sorry, was that the Omos Royal? <laughs> yeah, basically, it was just an. It was just a, <sighs> the Omos show, wasn't yeah. it? It was just to get him. It basically, basically buried the rest. Of, I didn't. I, I don't like using that word. They didn't bury the rest <clears> of the roster, but it was all about one man. Which, and my problem with this. When I looked at this, actually, I was like, oh, my God, that is literally the whole of the rest of the men's roster. And there's only like 20 people left. Yeah, That was it. what I really noticed. I was like, there's normally you put your lower card guys in the, in these battle royals. You just yeah. put your Akira to Zawas, your R-Troops, all these guys. But they don't, they don't have enough of those guys anymore that aren't on TV. Everyone that's like on TV is featured. Yeah. Well, and, and usually they, they just throw random tag teams in it. You haven't seen like Luch House Pie, but they've just demolished their tag division as yeah, well. Yeah, so like everyone in the match, I was like, well, apart from a couple of people that were missing, literally there was no, for some reason, Mace wasn't in the match. Reginald wasn't in the match. Um, I Bit think there was one or two. Yeah, because yeah, he hasn't arrived on Raw yet, I guess. But no, there's Rich Holland. I and, and randomly the Mysterio. Veer would have won. That's why they didn't put him in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would have. He would have destroyed everyone. He would have lifted Omos up and chucked him over the top rope. Fear the Veer. Fear the Veer. So Omos was eliminating some big names. Yeah. My, my main one, which I was very surprised because he seems to have been on a bit of a build of being a monster lately, is Otis. And that was early on as well. I, I always thought it would be between yeah. them two, personally. I, it wasn't even that much. I never a... saw Otis go until the end, to well, be honest. They've, they've been weird about Otis because they've kind of, their Chad Gable's had a bit of a weird push recently. And like the kind of premise has been 
you know, Chad Gable's good, but watch out for Otis kind of thing. The thing is about Royals is I I know Amos is a bit different, but I never backed people in tag teams to do very much because normally tag teams just end up eliminating each other. Once one guy goes, the other one goes. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened there. They I know are so and far up Omos's arse at the moment. They are. No, I mean, I mean in terms of Otis um... and Gable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. Uh, when, when Omos, the AJ and Omos segment, AJ fell hard on his head. That looks sore. Um, so, so, can I just ask you guys a question? Do you think Omos is good? No. I just no, think I, he's I, huge. He, he's I, big. Yeah, he's big. I saw someone the other day. Maybe he is. I don't know. But the, the way they're booking him is that he literally has to do next to nothing. Yeah. They're, they're he's not actually him. wrestling, is he? They're booking him like he's the next WWE champion. That's the way they're booking him. Because he just demolished this war, Battle Royal. And he's been demolishing. He's demolishing every. No one can get near him. We'll, we'll, we'll go on to Raw soon. But people have to use fire extinguishers just to, <laughs> yeah. just, just to not be destroyed by him. So... And AJ's taking all the pins when they lose, not Omos. They're booking the only him better than AJ Styles. Seeing, seeing Omos really is if he goes up against someone really big, big yeah. in, basically. Yeah. That's the only way I think we're going to see him wrestle because everyone else is being shown that they can't do anything to him. So he's not even having to wrestle. All he does is hits them with a massive fist or picks them up and throws them or runs into them. That's it. Yeah. In answer to you, is he actually a good question? I've seen people online. I saw a thing the other day saying like Great Carly was better than Amos, and I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. But, but we're, we're we're in a similar ballpark now, aren't we? Did he have He's any background great, before? Great Carly was he Amos. on the Indies or anything like that? No, I think he was a basketball player or something like that. Oh, he come from another sport. I'm pretty he, sure he was the um so secu- we don't security the guard answer, for Raw Underground, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think they'll. Uh, they'd like we don't know if he's bit. good, then, do we? No, no, no. But he's been on the roster for a while now. He's been tag champ. What I've seen so far, thinks no. he's very good. Yeah, that's the thing. I just this just feels like a misguided push. Just, just, just because he's big, I, I don't see what else he really offers other than being seven foot, eight yeah. foot tall. He's not like Braun Strowman, is he? Yeah, Braun, where you got a bit of wrestling out of him, didn't you? Yeah, you I think Braun, Braun improved. Strowman. I think Braun improved a lot. I don't think he was particularly great at the start. And he improved he... so much, they released him. <laughs> yeah. Well, even the Big Show back in the day, like the Big Show wasn't great when he first came in, but he really improved. And, hope, and maybe that'll be the same with Homos. Maybe we'll talk in two years' time and he'll be I suppose you've amazing. lost big names like Big Show and things like that, so maybe they want somebody. That yeah, he is like their biggest guy, steps. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But it, it makes I sense just... that they're pushing a guy that size, but it's just I wish he was a little bit better. A little bit more wrestling. Um, and it's not like he cuts killer promos or anything either. Like if he did did one or the other, I wouldn't mind that much, but doesn't really do that either. Um, you know, he's got one of the best wrestlers in the world with him in AJ Styles. So I think they've done that I for I think he's making him look worse. That's yeah. The, 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 the only way Amos has worked so far is they've put him with AJ. And that's why they've probably delayed on the breakup, which I don't know if... Surely it will come at some point, but I don't know if, what Amos must be like on his own because... AJ cuts the promos. AJ does ninety percent of the match, and Omos just comes in. People get scared, and he does a choke slam and wins. That's essentially yeah. Omos's character. So if you lose AJ, maybe he'll get exposed. So let's um, talk about the rest of the match a little bit. Um, yeah, we mentioned obviously Otis got eliminated after our truth came in, gave him some pizza. The pizza was at the Street Profits bought down at the start. What, what, what was all this pizza? 
it was a product placement advert by Pizza Yeah, Hut. but That's it's it just, was. just, um, just bad. I liked bad. it when they were launching pizza in the audience. So. Yeah, they were <laughs> they were proper launching that. Have, have um, some pizza. I'd have loved was, that. Imagine one cool spot in the one cool spot in the match itself was when um, it was involving almost a little bit here. I think he eliminated uh, Robert Rude, and then Ziggler tried to sort of persuade him not to, and then um, you know get him out. And then all of a sudden, AJ hadn't entered the ring at this match. He stood it. So I'd forgotten about him a bit. And then suddenly he flew in with a phenomenal forearm. Yeah. Just, the shot of it was cool. That was a cool spot. Um, there was, uh, towards the end, there was three SmackDown guys left. Sami Zayn, Ricochet and Cesaro. Sami Zayn tried to use his strategist oh, yeah. <laughs> to try and get them to team up, which I thought was a smart idea. But Cesaro and Ricochet decided not to bother doing that and eliminated him. Uh, which cost him in the end. And it came actually down to Ricochet and Omos. And for this slight second, I thought Ricochet might win. I don't know why I thought it, but I just had a feeling. I was like, they're going to find a stupid way here for Omos to get eliminated and Ricochet is going to somehow win. But that didn't happen. And Omos just dominated the whole way through, really, like we said. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you've pretty much covered it all now. I think, I, I you know, in predictions, I, I said Omos... I nearly said I don't even want a second pick. So we, we, we do two picks. I was so like... I think I just, I'd be Domos and AJ. Yeah, I just didn't think there was anyone else who could possibly win. So I went Otis second just because I thought maybe, but... I had um, so I had Sami Zayn pure because he was the only person that had any build. It was mentioned in the SmackDown. Then I went AJ second purely because I thought they might have AJ uh, almost do like all the work and then AJ like sneakily win it at the end or something. Um, yeah. And they never had, like, a lot of the time, they have these big guys eliminate everyone but not actually win. I know Braun Strowman won one once, but a lot of the time, you get, like, people team up and then 10 people have thrown them over, you know, team up and get them over the rope. That's what I thought was going to happen to Amos after a while. But it didn't, and he won. So, yeah. Um, move on quickly then to the RK Bro Usos match. I haven't got a lot to say about this one. No, the only point is is the finish. Oh, the finish okay, was yeah, the best finish of the night. It was definitely the best finish. finish. Yeah. Oh, loved it. But apart from that, the match was bang average, really. Yeah, I've put it was surprisingly slow. Um, it took a while mm. to get going and pick up. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of those, it's, it's, it's just a cold match. If you bring, you know, the, the, there's, there's no storytelling in the match because it's just a cold wrestling match. There's no build to this match other than they're both being champions, but never interacting or meeting. If you had this these four as a proper feud and going at it, you know, on the mic and stuff. And for yeah, weeks, it'd be brilliant. I reckon this could be an unbelievable match, but it could be WrestleMania, you could do it at WrestleMania easily. Yeah. But unfortunately with the Survivor Series, how they've got us up at the moment, you kind of waste these potential great matches as yeah. just cold matches on the pay-per-view, which don't mean anything because they don't yeah. mean anything. Like, no. Usos right. lost. So what? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They're it still doesn't. champs. I don't think they'll not... play into anything on, you know, it might play into something on SmackDown. Yeah, maybe Reigns will won't. be annoyed with them. That's, yeah, you know. he might do. I mean, you know, you showed us up. You you weren't the, you weren't the best champions, but that'll probably be it. Yeah, well, wasn't think. it? I think there wasn't it like Raw one four SmackDown one one on the show. Yeah, something like that. Well, no, 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 that's not right, is it? Because Shinsuke technically beat like, Damian Priest. Do they even or count the pre-show? show? I remember, they didn't do that once. Yeah, but Ro- <laughs> Roman. Just a joke. What's the point <laughs> even doing it then? I think Roman was the only um, SmackDown win of the night so he might use that on yeah um, he may well do he may use that tomorrow night and and hopefully he does yeah the the only way this works is if you use the result in some way 
because they did it a few years back, didn't they? Where there was like a uh, there was like a whitewash, and they never mentioned it really. I was like, oh, what's we'll, we'll the point of the whitewash then? Like, they don't. It doesn't need to or anything. That's the problem mm-hmm. with this pay per view. We'll, when we round it up at the end, I'm sure we'll mention that more. But it's it is just a bit frustrating. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to the women's Survivor Series match. Unless you've got anything else to say about the RK Bro Russos. No, no, nothing. Right, so this one you got an elimination straight away as well, and it was I was actually right on this one. I kind of called something like this happening. Um, Carmella got eliminated straight away. Um, stupid mask. Yeah, I I kind of gathered her or Zelina would do something stupid early on, and one of them would get eliminated. Um, yeah, so I, I also want to quickly defend. I predicted Shotzi, and the reason was her and Sasha have had this thing, and I thought. One of them is going to get the other one out early on. Like mm. they're, they're going to like betray them. And like, I thought she could do like a bank statement on, on Shotzi, then someone would come in for the pin or something. And um, that, that's what I thought would happen. And it actually ended up Shotzi being the last one, I think, wasn't she? Um, she was the last. Yes, yeah, it was. It was, it, yeah. Until, until she was the last Smackdown. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah so, down, yeah. yeah, Tony, Tony Storm got the first elimination on Carmella. She was looking strong. Um, yeah, yeah, I think she got the first two eliminations, didn't she? she yeah, yeah, she, she did. Really I think well. she, yeah. she got out um, Zelina after that, yeah. Um, but, you, but you are fully right, though, Fish. As soon as she gets the first two, you think, oh, well, she's going out soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as they start building someone you in the match, you kind of know it's that you know he's not going to win it as well. But it is nice, though, because she's the next challenger for Charlotte by the looks of it. So it's quite yeah. nice to see her get a couple of clean pinfalls on, you know. What I really noticed in this match is when a couple of times Sasha and Bianca tagged in on opposite sides and the crowd were going mental and really it's dual chance, let's go Sasha, let's go EST. That's still a big time match, isn't it? They can go back there. They took up a serious amount of match. Um, You know, they they headline WrestleMania against each other and it's I think they've built Bianca as a star so well overall. Bianca is a star. a level yep. yeah. with Sasha Banks, who, in my opinion, is possibly the best female wrestler like in the world. B- Bianca um, Belair my favorite, is now, anyway. Bianca's in that Charlotte Becky Sasha. Oh, I love Bianca Belair. She's on the. She's on the. Done. It's the four horsewomen. I'm so Bianca, happy she's really. pushed. Um, that's that's. There was actually one point in the match where I was watching Sasha versus Bianca, and I actually thought it was the last two, and then I had to I had to count, and there was still seven people left in the match. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> it, I was like, oh. But they were all just sort of hanging out outside. Yeah, there was a bit of a fight for quite a while, yeah. I mean, it's a bit... There's one thing I don't like is when you just see the superstars sort of hanging onto the edge of the apron or just sat down outside and they're just sort of watching. Yeah. Just like peering (laughs) over. It's like, oh, this just looks awful. It's like, you fell out the ring. Normally, you'd just stand back up and come back in, but they're just sort of like peering over the edge. At least just stand on the apron and pretend you're abiding by the rules or something, rather than pretending you're hurt because you fell off the edge. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Annoyed, sorry, just having a little <laughs> rant there. But the Bianca Sasha part, phenomenal match. Yeah, yeah, and I like we said about the the Tony build up thing. Uh, shortly after that, she gets eliminated. Uh, Oblivion by Liv Morgan um, and Liv pins um, Tony Storm. And eventually it goes down to a four-on-one situation. Um, Bianca on her own against Natalia, yeah, so Shayna, this, from, Sasha and Shotzi. From this point, did you think Belair was winning? Because I did. I did. As soon as I Sasha thought, got this is out, a, I knew yeah. she was winning. Because well, she's yeah, the strongest okay, person. Yeah. When, when Sasha went, I thought, this is it. Belair when it was four-on-one, I was like, maybe she'll eliminate two of them. Then they'll have... 
um, Sasha and Bianca at the end again, and Sasha will pin her. And yeah. Bianca will be like, oh, she nearly eliminated like the whole team. But she's just a little like, note. We're not that's what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. We're not ignoring the Sasha elimination. We're going to come on to it a bit later on yeah. and talk a bit more around Liv Morgan as well. So yeah. we're not just we're not just giving that a good old pie. Yeah. Um, no, we, we'll we'll get into more detail a bit later. I was on. a little bit frustrated by as much as I absolutely love Bianca Belair and I wanted to have this big push. I'm a little bit frustrated because people like us who's watched NXT over the years and has watched wrestling for a long time in all the brands. She eliminated Shayna Baszler in about 30 seconds. Whereas if you go back like two years ago, she could not beat her. It was like constant. And I was really annoyed by it. I, I hated it that Bianca in could NXT, not beat Shayna Baszler in NXT. Mm. And it, she had several attempts and just could not beat her. And it, they just had, like, I know people get better and they improve and they get better than other superstars. But to beat her in 30 seconds, I was yeah. like, and they've, they've had Shayna wander around breaking people's arms. She absolutely destroyed Nia Jax, who was like one of the strongest uh, female superstars they have. So I just thought it was a bit Had. cheesy to have a destroy Had. the roster, um, basically. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, the match overall was all right. Um, there was some good, really good wrestling in it at points. There was a bit where, like like you said, I think seven of them were left in. And there was some good, like Rhea, Shayna were having a bit of a good match. And, um, yeah, Rhea. Uh, she got eliminated by Shayna um, and uh, obviously Sasha and Bianca and Natalia was getting involved. It was some really good stuff. And then the booking of it towards the end, we'll get to it. We'll get to it when you mention it later, but the booking of the match towards the end for me ruined it. Ruined it oh shit. Um, yeah, it was, it was crap. Um, but overall I thought the match was okay. Um, and then we had the main event of the evening, which was Roman versus Biggie. Um, you, you, you just missed out the uh, Vince's eggplant missing. Oh, sorry, yeah, because I've got those segments together. So I mentioned Vince earlier. Very important part. He so lost his egg. The egg went missing there, which we'll get to again later. Yeah, that'll come on to Raw. Yeah, I just thought yeah. I'd mention that. Oh, and then, so I put that Roman's entrance here was ridiculously long. Um, and I know it's always long, but it Standard. felt extra long here. It was Did, honestly... The new so. Undertaker, isn't he, for his entrances? Uh, yeah, at least his matches deliver at the end of it, though. Um, well, that's, that's, that's an Undertaker oh, dick. No, no, that's a low blow. I mean, in recent... I mean, in the last few years, he would have, like, a 10-minute entrance. For sure. Good. Yeah, no, no, I don't mean to disrespect yeah. Taker, because he's one of the best ever, but... He does I meant in well. the, the last few years... He came in, he'd have a 10 minute entrance, then like a two minute match, which would be rubbish, and then it, that would be it. That's yeah, fair point. Whereas fair Roman point. has yeah, a yeah. 20 minute great match at the end of it. So, yeah, no, this match was brilliant. And Biggie um, belongs, and he just belongs in this spot. Incredible. Yeah, I, I thought this took ages to get going. And actually, the crowd turned on this match a little bit at the start. They were doing that. I don't know what it is with this um, Brooklyn chant they do. It's that weird, annoying noise. It's like, eh, noise. Or, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing it a lot. I don't know it? what noise that is. I don't you know what noise is. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. There's this weird noise they do. Um, and they were doing it on Raw a bit as well. But they were doing it at the start of this match and they were like, and they were doing Mexican waves and shit. Like, mm. they seemed bored um, at the start of this match, the first five minutes of this match. And I was a bit worried. I was like, oh, maybe we're going to have like a, a skidder of a main event here. It's not going to deliver. Um, but a few minutes into it and it got really, really good. Um, there's a couple of near count out spots. Um, <laughs> then Reigns went into the steps. There's really good power moves. And then I loved it. Roman hit a rock bottom. Um, 
Yes. Which was awesome. Fully this is a bill. This is appear. got to be a bills to oh man. Well, that's I what I was surely. thinking, but why didn't he show up on the show? Well, obviously he they couldn't get Mania's him, but... a much bigger uh yeah, but this is the they could just had them. All that to do was just appear once, like not even in person. They just literally on, did on, on a of, video, and they did loads of rock Mania. tributes throughout this. They had a battle royal for him. They had the egg thing. They had vignettes throughout the night. They yeah. mentioned him countless. Yeah, yeah, throughout the night, every now and then, just uh, and then the rock for some reason he did more on Bound for Glory Impact Impact Bound for Glory than he did in this show. So that's some ba- yeah. What did he do there? He did uh, Kem Shamrock's uh, Hall of Fame. T- t- uh, tizzle. Shout out to Big Tizzle. Um, but uh, he mentioned this to me earlier, but I'd, I'd forgotten about it. But I saw this all over Twitter as well. It's embarrassing that Impact got more from The Rock than WWE did on a show about The Rock. I don't know. Um, which is very true. He did, a, it was a video. It was a video, but he did a video for Ken Jamrock randomly getting inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame. All he had to um, do was just have The Rock do his eyebrow thing on the big screen to just distract Roman and then like something happens or you know you don't have to do anything big with you didn't even have to be <laughs> there suddenly a massive eyebrow on the <laughs> yeah but, yeah, on but maybe his music kit man his music kit Roman gets distracted the eyebrow comes up and then big hits the big end in one two three see you later one two three to the four however we didn't have that did we we had no, our man Biggie yeah. kicking out of I think it was three Superman punches in a yeah, the there was a cool counter in this as well, where he had the guillotine in and he counted it into a big ending. Um, yeah, that's uh, good. Roman got his foot so on the rope. Good, or Roman got his foot or hand on the rope. He was under the rope. It was quite, you know, it was. Yeah, I hate those spots in a way because you uh, you know yeah, when they're that close know. to oh, the ring. But they're still, it was still well done. Um, that that, the match that, that is really the uh, Charlotte Flair spot, isn't it? Whenever Charlotte Flair gets a finisher on her, her foot goes on that rope. Yeah, yeah. every time. And I think I the love match... Biggie's um, spear that he does out when he's when someone's on the apron. Yeah. That's Roman so dangerous, movie. though. Like that's such a dangerous oh, move. Especially, he like flies at him and like proper. Yeah, because he's got no control. Him. He's he can't put himself. He can't land that properly. And the guy he's who's he's taking it has to land on their back. But then it was like everyone was all over the place. And then it's like spear. It was just crazy. This match. The match itself, like I said, I think the match itself delivered, but the fact that it was the main event and nothing happened afterwards. And they even mentioned Brock got a slight mention. They mentioned actually before this match, Paul Heyman and Kayla Braxton had an interaction and Kayla was saying, yeah. was it uh, that Brock's suspension is up? Or was it Adam Pierce? Might've been Adam Pierce. Yeah. Must've been Adam Pierce. I'm just used to Kayla and Paul. They're like, stringing you along, aren't they? They are yeah. stringing us along. But, so I thought maybe even, because they've hinted his suspension's over, that even Brock might show up at the end if the Rock's not going to. Um, yeah. Nothing happened, and I think the crowd left a little bit flat and disappointed. I thought it was a bit. I thought I thought this was big enough though to take it. This match, I don't, we're, we're coming. I think we're getting a bit greedy at the moment of expecting big things to happen because well, of the lights. It's just the head. Yeah, those. the only thing I would say to that is I, I agree. This match, they didn't need a big surprise for this match, but they didn't need to mention the Rock every five minutes throughout the show. No. Like it was just so much. It was almost maybe they're like, battering him up, ready for. It, it was what it reminded me of. What AW like with CM Punk before he arrived? They kept mentioning all oh, best in the world, yeah. and like, and that's the difference. Well, AW like, delivered on you, it. You you can't do this and not have CM Punk arrive. Mm. I almost felt like you can't do this and not have The Rock do something on the show. Like they shouldn't have mentioned him so much. They they're obviously confident he's appearing at Mania. They have to be to be doing all this. Well, that's all I can think. Maybe, maybe the Rumble, he comes in for the Rumble, wins it or something. I don't know. But I just can't wait to see him back. It's, yeah, I it's, like the fact that Big E 
he, he managed to get out the guillotine, didn't he? When it was in the middle of the ring. Yeah, yeah. Which we haven't seen that really happen, have we? Hit the no, big ending. No. Yeah, I, I just I thought it was a great match. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I thought the crowd towards that stage were going absolutely mental. Yes, I've I've got it. Uh, I've mentioned the crowd a lot on it. Like I said, they seemed bored at the start, but I put towards the end that, that they were really really into it. They were chanting for both people, and I think there might have even been a "This is awesome" chant. Um, this is awesome. I think there's a few. This was awesome. Um, but yeah, so awesome. overall, any closing thoughts on the show other than meaning meaning <clears throat> nothing? <laughs> well, that is my closing thoughts. It was it was a good show in terms of wrestling. There's a couple. I wasn't too enamoured with the women's um, Survivor Series match. Wasn't too enamoured with uh, Priest and Nakamura. The rest of it I thought was decent wrestling. Very good wrestling in some cases. Becky Charlotte and Roman Biggie were very good. But at the end of the day, what does it all mean? Doesn't mean I'm going to enamour you a little bit. Um, <laughs> on, then. I as much as I thought it was a good show. And I agree with you, there were some stupid parts, but we've had some, if you sort of have a look at it more deeply, we've had Tony Storm have a bit of a push, which we've been waiting for. Shotzi was doing really well. Big E just looks phenomenal. I know he has been for a little while, but how mm. good did he look? We've then got Lashley, who's also been made to look like an absolute tank, apart from the silly elimination. Um, so I think there's some good points coming out of this. Oh, um, definitely, yeah, yeah. I think mean, like Jeff Hardy and Austin Theory look good yeah. going into. So there's such, mm, there's loads. Like you, down, if you look but... at every match, somebody comes out looking pretty good from it. Um, there's obviously the silly points that we're going to get, but I, I think it means something in a sort of a, a more granular level of the characters getting more um, established. And I think sometimes you can do that with this sort of pay per view that doesn't really mean anything. In, in terms of story, but you can make the characters have that little push by, but then they're protected because if they get pinned by another brand, it doesn't matter because they then go back away from that person. Yeah. That's a really good point. No, thank you very much. Yeah, That's a really you. good point. I, I'm here that's every a, week. That's a, that's a very good summation. You just shuttle over my summation. Very good. Like, <laughs> well, last um, week was <laughs> cowboy shit. So have some more. Anyway, where are we heading to now? So we'll we'll stay on the theme of WWE. There's no point in crossing over to AEW then coming back. So we'll talk talk about Raw and SmackDown. Although SmackDown was before the pay-per-view, so there's probably not going to be much to talk about um, from that, um, really. The only Um, thing I had from SmackDown was that Woods looks really good in a T-shirt as opposed to his normal gear. I thought he looked a bit more serious. And um, I, I I don't know why. It just makes me believe that he's a bit more of a serious competitor. But Woods in a T-shirt. Yeah. Woods, carry on wearing your, your T-shirt. And Bloodline wrecked that crown, didn't they? And I felt a bit sorry for Woods in his T-shirt. Um, Yeah, this crown business. I'm glad Roman destroyed it. If I'm honest with you, I was worried he was going to wear a crown. No, I knew Roman wasn't going to. I, I, I am, I am no glad. It's a very cool thing. And Woods tried to not pretend like he didn't care, but then he started to care a bit when he broke the crown for some reason. The plastic crown. Yeah, or well, that's the other thing. It showed how rubbish all this yeah, stuff it was. It didn't look great. Did God. It? <laughs> it looked like he just popped into a fancy dress shop on the way. Yeah, they slapped a WWE down. sticker on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, I've, I've got something from SmackDown I want to mention. I've got a couple of things actually. This, uh, this, uh, I know it's go. obviously 
after the fact, but this fatal four-way match to be added to the Survivor Series match between Sheamus, Ricochet, Jinder, and Cesaro was a really good match, I thought. Really yeah. good fatal four-way match. And I thought match. the finish was actually all right here with Ridge Holland coming out and costing. Yeah, I love, oh, yeah, I yeah. I about that. This Ridge Holland Sheamus thing. I like that they're going to be like a cool team. And I like I like the fact that it looks like Cesaro's going to be the guy they're up against. Yeah, I really like the. Uh, I mentioned it last week, I think, but um, like the I, bar feud. I actually think Ridge, Ridge Holland and Sheamus are actually quite a cool match. Yeah. Like as as, as, as a duo. The only thing that we're here to mention is that Pat McAfee messed up here and he said that. Um, it was two uh, Irish two Irishmen, yeah. Um, he did apologise later on in the show and go, actually, he's from uh, England. <laughs> but he was like, oh, it's two Irishmen. I was like, huh? Because <laughs> Holland's not Irish. What I've, are been, about? I've been bigging him up every day. And then yeah. It's just a mistake. And he made up for it later on in the show. I, I will let him off because I think if we saw a Canadian and an American, like you, it's, it's an easy one to mix up, isn't it? I think. I think, I think you can let Maybe. him off first. Uh, it's, it's a small mix up. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Um, Thanks, Big Pat. A couple of things that I was going to mention from SmackDown. Um, Zia Lee. Um, the protector. Had a, had a, she's had like, you know, basically the coming soon thing that Veers had on Raw. And I wasn't really thinking anything of it. And I thought, oh, we're just going to get that again. But then they did this like anime Beer. stuff. He does, oh, We've mentioned him far more. Rock I bet we've mentioned him more Veers than anybody. The same. I bet nobody's mentioned Veer on their podcast as much as we have. Um, Team Veer. Yeah. And um, so Zia Lee got this cool, I really, really liked it um, story. It's, it gives her much more of a character coming into the, to the show. Um, looks, I think she's going to be a baby face by the looks of it because the protector character um, kind of suggested that and the way it was sort of portrayed. Um, I just see her now, though. Um, you know, we can do all these. How many more of these are we going to get? Only, I mean, it's only one week. Yeah, no, no, I know. I, I, it's fine at the moment, but if they do this for another couple of weeks, because she's really had the three vignettes before this, mm. like we kind of. My, my worry is, I mean, I think I mentioned it to you guys, is that very much reminds me of the dark father Alistair Black stuff they did. Um, literally. And then they brought him out, he attacked Big E, and then they released him. Um, you know, we don't want to be going down that route. Yeah. Um, but it's promising. Zyli is good in ring, and if they give her a good character, I thought the character um, was cool. I really liked yeah. it. Something I, different and creative. I, I, I liked the character in NXT. I thought it was really cool, a character in NXT, uh, towards the end. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't f- an overly fussed in the Tian Sha thing, but with Bauer and Mei Ying, but I like Xia Li. So I'm excited to see what they do with that. I think that could be, I think it could be really good um, if they get, if they let it play out and actually do something with it, um, which hopefully they will. The yeah. only other thing I had from SmackDown which isn't related to um, Survivor Series, was Naomi again and uh, Sonya feud. Um, a tag team match with uh, Shayna and Natalia versus Naomi and Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Uh, and this match was like a minute long. It was nothing to the match, but it's the finish that had some sort of intrigue with um, the ref, the lady ref. Um, oh, did yeah. a ridiculously quick count and then just walked out of the ring. Um, and then later on, she goes up to Sonia and was like, you know, did I do a good job? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about, which is obviously a lie. It's, but... it's been a while since we've had, this used to happen all the time in Astrid era, was dodgy refs. Yeah. It used to happen all the time. I, I, I actually, a bit, actually kind of miss it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's back. 
it's been long it's been long enough that i'm glad to see it back yeah i, I, I think this story I, I don't mind this storyline at all i feel like they do something different every week to cheat naomi out of it which is at least they're coming up with different things mm. they're not doing the same thing you know just non-finishes or <clears throat> roll-ups or and know. and on a just a, another nice note it's like it's nice to see Aaliyah mixing with this company with the Shaners and Naomi's of this world. Yeah. You know, it's not like she's fighting Tamina, no offense to Tamina, but you know, she's, she's involved with some, I like the fact with some big really, hitters. They've really actually freshened up the SmackDown women's division. If you look at it, cause you've got Zaya Lee come in, Tony Storm's suddenly getting a push. Shotzi's been pushed hard and Aaliyah is on there, you know, on TV. So yeah, They've really shook it up a bit, and I think that's good. Um, because and I feel, yeah. think they needed that. Well done, SmackDown Women's. Because obviously, you've, got, you've still got Charlotte and, and Sasha there, caught, sort of carrying the division um, in terms of the top end. Like, but yeah. you know, you you want your your next crop coming through to be interesting. You've got Natalia there as well, so you've got like a bit of a mix of everything. Really, it's quite good. It is very good, fish. Um, so is that it from SmackDown? Anything else? That's, that's more it. than I expected. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to talk about anything and then I remembered about Zaya and then suddenly saw Naomi in my notes because every week we talk about Naomi. Um, so, Raw. Raw. Who wants Who's to talk it? about it then? The egg. <laughs> Who wants to talk about the egg? You know, this egg. God almighty. I mean, the, the premise of the egg is, is I don't mind something, someone stole something from Vince and have to go and chase after it. No problem with all that. But he announces early on it's going to be a biggie title match. Whoever win, whoever finds the egg, and you've got Rhea Ripley looking, looking so desperately. I was like, why does Rhea Ripley care about this? I egg? saw Aaliyah was there as well. Yeah, Aaliyah, like, Aaliyah will be you're, Big E. If it said you, you get a title match, full stop. But he, he clarified it was Big E, so he's, it was only men who could. I think he probably slipped up there, didn't he? Yeah, it was, yeah, maybe he did, but it was like, oh, now Rhea Ripley's looking. Now she looks a bit stupid. Big Green, and it almost. What like twenty four seven levels of like stupidness in terms of looking for this egg? They're all chasing yeah, each other. Crazy. And like this is this is a Vince McMahon spot. He's on TV here, and this is what he's on TV to do. Is this? And again, well, I think it's to do with that film. I think yeah, the only it, reason it, no, it is no, no, it is. they got paid a shitload of money for it. Okay, there's there's a missing egg. You know we've and they wanted you, Big Vin to do it. You mentioned Brock maybe sealing it, you know, Roman, you know, maybe there's like a Pierce storyline, maybe Becky Lynch, maybe The Rock comes back and does something, but oh no, it's it's all for Austin Theory. The, there was oh. one bit here that I think was a bit raw on Raw. Uh, it's, it's, it's the was, right show for it. Was where uh, um, he was talking, Vince was talking to Sonya and Adam Pierce, and it, he basically said, I'll release you if you don't find it by the end of the yeah, day. Was... And I was like, that's a bit savage at the moment. The <laughs> yeah, last I week you cleared a load of people out again. I was like, wow, <laughs> we. I was like, I believe you, Vince. This <laughs> is probably yeah. a real segment. This is real now. This yeah. is TV and I thought, actually, <laughs> Sonia's probably going to go next week. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if she does. It'll be the second time you've predicted a release. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> trying to think, who am I predicting next? <laughs> um yeah, in terms of the egg throughout, I, one thing I will say is the egg is not a great basis of a storyline, right? This egg. But I always like it when they feed through a story through segments on Raw and it leads to the main event match. Yeah. Like, this isn't the best way of getting agree, to Austin yeah. Theory be Big E in the main event. Yeah. As a one, but I like one-show sh- like one stories. And they do this very well on SmackDown with Roman a lot where yeah. something will happen with Roman, then it'll happen with like, the Usos and stuff, and then it'll lead to a match later on. 
and they feed it throughout the show and it's a clever little story told within one night. I like I like it when they do that, but it the fact that it was an over an egg and everyone went a bit mental over it, just it was a bit silly. But you know, yeah. at the end of the day, they got paid to do this and But if if we're just thinking about on a wrestling point of view, I'm glad Austin Theory got this push. Yeah. I'm glad he got his title match. I'm glad he looked quite good in the title match. Okay, we got Seth and Owens um, coming down ringside during this title match. And all got a bit, got a bit messy as, as these things tend to do. But we got a title match as the main event on Raw in, with a completely brand new, fresh matchup with a rising star against the champion. Well, that, that was the point you know? I was going to make is, you know, we criticise... WWE a lot for not pushing new stars, younger, young stars, especially. And I know obviously you've got Owens and Rollins out there, which is the same faces, but to be pushing Austin Fit, I mean, he got in the Survivor Series match, um, goes towards the end, and then gets a title match the next night as well. Make or break a bit with Austin Fury, though, isn't it? Because they, they must see before. something big in him. Yeah, they, yeah, they tried before and moved him back down, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, but so that was because of some controversy it? outside of wrestling. Oh, okay. No. That did you text Vince that day? Did no, you? I remember. I remember hearing about it. I can't remember exactly what happened, but there was oh, a controversy. The Vince rang him. There was a controversy outside of wrestling, and they took him off TV. And then they just thought, "Well, we'll move him back down to NXT, and no one will notice." So, yeah, he is really good, Austin Theory, and he's been used better than he was in NXT. I would, I would say. Yeah, and, and I like. I mean, I know you like the way as well, but yeah, no, I, I've, I'm the way's biggest fan, but I, I think he's been used better. I mean. The, the ticket taking selfie stuff is quite cool. I don't really like it. He took a selfie with the egg. Yeah, that's the reason he stole it. It's all of just I love the selfie with Vince though. That was cool. Yeah, that, that no, I, I love him taking selfies with people. He just he's just you know, like his he, reason for taking the egg Ray. was a bit weird because he, yeah. he said he wanted a well, selfie, but he didn't have to <clears> take it, did he? Yeah. And then Vince rewarding him was stupid, really, because Sami Zayn was uh, right it's there. All, like, I, mean, I think to be honest, we can discount this egg because it is literally just because of the money. Yeah, they yeah. Just had to we're, think of we're never going to hear about it ever again, either. Let's so it's not, not talk effective. about the egg, but the fact is, we right, got this, this is Austin the last time Fury we got a title course. match, but the egg is smashed. We've scrambled it, we've made fish an omelette, and off we go. <laughs> yeah, fed up of um. the egg. <laughs> um, speaking of omelettes. <laughs> Ray and Dominic Mysterio turned into omelettes after their <laughs> match against Bobby Lashley because he cracked them open, he scrambled them, <laughs> and he absolutely destroyed them, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he did, which I'm loving. I'm loving this. Yeah. I don't know why I've gone off Ray and Dominic a little bit. I don't yeah, mind them, but I'm bored of it now. So having Lashley just absolutely tear through them, I think, is the best thing ever. It Plus is. Lashley is getting built up again after that loss. And and Brown he's, he's getting physically built. He looks bigger, I swear. I don't know what if he's what he's done in his time off, but he, he looks physically bigger. He looks like you know bigger, fitter, healthier. He just looks great. He's been booked, like we've we've praised his booking as well. He's been booked really well, and now MVP's back as well. Cut a fire promo about yeah. Ray's wife and stuff. Like I mean, we've 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 still got the rest of the hurt business in the twenty four seven division. Yeah, that's. I wish bad. they weren't bad stuff lined still. Yeah, I don't feel like they properly are. It's very weird. Yeah, but they, they still call it the Hurt Business. They, they still say the Hurt Business. I know, it's odd. I don't really understand it. And we'll get to, we might get to the, the rest of the Hurt Business. In fact, let's segue on to that. Yeah, 24 7 title. So Cedric Alexander, I was like, oh, he's in a match with Reggie. Okay, fine, whatever. Wins it. And, and he I, won, they, yeah. I was like, okay, that's good. Uh, they, they did the same thing with Drake Maverick a couple of weeks ago. Uh, 
then he got released. Well, Cedric's got um, released next. Beat, beat Reggie, and then you know that was when the commentators all won the title and and that, and then it went back onto Reggie, and Reggie escaped with the title. And I thought they were just going to do the same thing here. I thought Cedric will win, then Reggie will somehow get it back, and he'll he'll escape. But no, that's not what happens. Um, as Cedric celebrating, Dana Brooke out of nowhere um, <laughs> hits a fin- neck breaker on him and pins him. And so Dana, Cedric Alexander of the Hurt Business, aligned with Bobby Lashley, gets pinned by Dana Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Dana. At least yeah, they're doing um, something with her. Well Credit done to Dana. Dana. I mean, Dana Brooke is one of those people. She's been around a long, long time. She apparently is one of the hardest working people in WWE in terms of training and, and all that. We can tell. She, 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 looks she can't great, cut a promo she? to save her life, to be fair to her. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they had an interview later on, and I was, it's bad, but... Yeah. Fair play to her, and she was obviously. It's obviously meant a lot to her because I saw Natalia put a tweet up on things saying the whole women's locker room went and congratulated her afterwards, and so she's obviously happy with how with that. Um, but what did you all make of them? Not like because obviously she won the title from Cedric, and then they all just kind of stood there. <clears throat> yeah, I was could have rolled her up, she right? was going like, to get choke slammed or something. Yeah, she was like, never. I didn't expect someone them to power bombs up. Dana Brooke off the <laughs> onto the apron. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird one because I didn't think they'd necessarily like you know beat her up or anything, but they could have rolled her up. Like, yeah, I, I was fully I'm expecting Reggie to end to say Quinn's champ. But yeah, yeah, so was I. You're, you're you're right. I can't wait to see what happens now. Well, I said intrigued I, me. Maybe that's a bit. You know, I may I can wait. I'm I'm not that bothered, but it would be it's cool to see what happens with Dana Brooke as yeah, champ. I prefer this to what they have been doing. Yeah. The same oh, it's, it's thing different at least. every day, and and talking as well. We had another title change on this show, another segue. We did. Um, yeah. We finally changed the women's tag titles. Um, I've been very critical of the women's tag titles, but I actually thought oh, this match was quite good. I, thought I have a prediction. Right. Go on, Em. I re- I just read my notes, so I, I was trying to think a minute ago. I'm sure I was thinking about someone else being released. Nikki Ash, I will give her six months. How many releases are you predicting? I think she's being released. Hey, I don't I'm, like I'm predicting right people so losing far. Their, I don't like predicting I think she's in their jobs. So I seem. don't like it. Well, I'm not, that doesn't mean I like it. Just because I'm predicting it. Yeah. Come on now. I, I was Hit Row's biggest fan, and suddenly you're saying I like it because I predicted it. <laughs> I know, but I just, I don't know. No, you don't know. <laughs> you and your omelet, get off. I am um, the next. Stop. I just. I. I think she. She'll change her gimmick within six months. I'll I'm say not, that. I don't want her to be. I just think. I think I she needs to change her gimmick within a certain amount. I don't think she can stay as that character for that long. It's not got longevity in it. That's the problem. It was fun for a few weeks. I didn't yeah, mind. Sold a few weeks. t-shirts. She won the women's title yeah. with it. Like. I think I was mainly annoyed because they paired her with Rhea Ripley, who I have been a massive fan this of for a long time. Dad. I think it was an absolute waste putting her with Nikki. Yeah. It would assume Nikki's old gimmick. Yes. Much yes. better than it did the new one. Yeah. And, um, it's odd. Don't, it? don't think that I want her to be released. I'm just predicting that. The best thing about this title change is it frees up Rhea Ripley. Apart from yes. that, this doesn't. Like, again, what did a women's tag titles mean? Zena and Does it free up Carmella? Free up Rhea Ripley, though, because there's no other teams they're going to feud with. There's no other teams. So they're going to just feud over that belt still, surely. No, they'll feud against Dana Brooke and... I don't know. <laughs> someone someone <laughs> else. They've released half the roster of women. There's no yeah, one well, there. That's, that's not my fault. 
a scratch to his fault. He's the one predicting it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's your, I mean, it's your fault. Don't put it back onto me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I hope Rhea can do something else. And, you know, unlucky Carmella and Selena because tag champs get shown on TV less than anyone else. It's how it seems to go. So good luck to them. I think they've got the gimmick at the moment that it's good. they're going to be on TV. Even if they're just sort of raiding around with I, the yeah. belts, just I, cutting I think, promos. I think they're quite a good team. The problem is with this women's tag belts is they seem to have one tag team at a time. They just give the belts to whoever the, the team is they've yeah. got at, a, at the time. That is it. They're like, oh, I like this team. We'll put the belts on them and there's yeah, no other the, teams the, there. Soon they'll team up. Like, they, they, there's no way they should have yeah. released like the Iconics and, and teams like that that were just there. That was a disgusting move. And, Aaliyah and Naomi being the next tag champs. That's my prediction. Oh, you're, you're probably right as well. God damn yeah, it. That's my prediction. Oh, I, don't I don't want, want Naomi to, to do that. She wants needs to join the bloodline. I don't the want to release. <laughs> release? I don't know why. You're obsessed, mate. You're obsessed. Sorry. Is no. this Vince McMahon we got on, on the call? No, don't want to Sorry. John Laurinaitis is here. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that Raw? Um, no, I've got a couple not. more things to talk about. Oh, all right, good. I've got um, some, eh? No one's gone. being released from this match. Riddle dressed as Orton. Yeah, oh, yeah. Funny I was going to say. Oh, this, uh, this is my fa- maybe my favourite thing on Raw. The match with Ziggler was really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I actually thought the, Riddle Riddle did a great job using Orton's moveset. I thought he, I thought and then Orton he, did the Bro Derek as well. Which yeah. Is oh, that was that was my favourite part of the show actually. Yeah, the Bro Derek. Yeah. This this was really good. Um, I thought they're so cool together, Orton and Riddle. Don't break him up anytime soon. The good thing is they are amazing now and you can have a massive feud. Their matches would be amazing. I would keep it going until Mania. SummerSlam, whatever you want. I'd keep it going until they lose the titles at the Rumble and then feud at Mania or something like that. Or they they lose, eliminated, I think you said it before, eliminated each other from the Rumble, lose the titles after that and then something something like that. I might have said it before in the pod, but if they're going to break him up, have Riddle turn a heel on Orton, please. Yes. Yeah, that would be a shock. Orton's nice as a, uh, a face at the moment. Yeah, I, and really I, like I, I think Riddle's a heel could be brilliant, by the way. I really think yeah. Riddle's a heel could be really good. That's that's how I want to... I think the obvious is Orton to just turn on Riddle, but I would love it to be the other way around. If we've seen Riddle not necessarily as a heel, but we've seen him with the like crazy intensity. Yeah. And I, w- I want to see that. Yeah, same. But, yeah, they're so cool at the moment, and just like the moustache and the pants he was wearing, it was just funny. <laughs> you look great. It you? was like someone wearing his dad's clothes, wasn't it? It was just so <laughs> good. They're, they're, they've made this storyline brilliant. I love it. <clears throat> yeah, just go back on the women's tag teams for a minute. I just realised something. Did you guys even realise that? Um, you know, because like, Bianca and Tamina had a match on this show, and Natalia was with her, and I was like. It's because um, everyone from SmackDown was on I know, but they split. I thought they were split as a team because of that. But it's still friends, Fish. They're still mates, Fish. I just they still, still, hang, still hang out, out can't they? <laughs> they yeah. can't hang out, no. Well, okay, out. okay, this is another point. Going, I'm going back to the egg, but there's another point. Oh, here was we go. <laughs> Vince, Vince said, oh, we need everyone from SmackDown on Raw, or, you know, because we need to get it sorted. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to have one of those shows where it's dual-branded. No, we just had Natalia with Tamina, and we had Sammy Zayn versus Bianca, and Sammy Zayn. That was it. I was like, we didn't even get Roman, didn't get Drew, didn't get any of the main SmackDown guys. Nah, what? They're not working two nights. Roman's not working two nights in a row. Yeah, but they're doing all. 
that big thing about oh, everyone from SmackDown on Raw just for Sami Zayn and Natalia. Is that, is that, <laughs> is that it? They could have just, done, you know. Aaliyah was there. <laughs> was she? Oh, yeah, she was, well, she, she was looking for the egg. <laughs> Um, I, I think there was one more thing I had from... We had, your... we had a good Seth and Balor match that I kind of touched on earlier on the show. It wasn't a match, but yeah. It was an angle. A match, yeah, okay. And so, I wanted, was... wanted to talk about Seth. Obviously, yes. walks up the ramp, gets attacked by a fan. <clears throat> um, I just want to say credit to Seth for not, like, absolutely uh, nuts. I thought he was going to curb stomp him. The um, way he was, like, shouting at him, I and... thought he was going to curb stomp him. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and it, we, we saw on Dynamite as well, it wasn't quite as bad, not getting in the ring attack of someone, but for someone throwing a belt into the, back into the crowd. Just don't be a dick at wrestling shows, guys. Um, yeah. They, they will beat you up, so don't do it. I mean, when, when we went to WWE Live, someone jumped the barricade, tried to get in the ring. Just yeah, that was Kevin Owens, Battler. Um, yes, it was. Corbin, Kevin Owens, Corbin, sorry. Yeah. Because Kevin Owens was like reacting to it. He called him um, Logan Paul, didn't he? But just don't be a, yeah. And, and that doesn't just go for wrestling shows, it goes for anything. But, um, yeah, well, yeah. I tell you what, this guy who, obviously, there's a good camera angle of this guy running at Rollins. And my God, did he get some speed on him? He was, he was a big lad. Absolutely flying f- towards him. I was like, Jesus Rollins took Christ. him down. He, he yeah. actually, like, sort of landed on top of him, which is lucky, really. Yeah. I mean, God, yeah, it's mad by these guys. Scary, scary. Think, think they can do. Yeah. And while but... we're talking about Seth freaking Rollins, mm. how big how big were the crowd on him at this show? They yeah. have not heard the, they, the they crowd chanting his music. Song. Yeah, yeah, like constantly, even when he came out later in the night. And just was like, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was there conducting him. I was loving it. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And yeah. I think, yeah, Seth's, Seth's the best thing, apart from Roman, he's, right he's now. He's the GOAT. Yeah, he's I, the best I, thing I, on I, Raw, honestly. Seth. Yeah, definitely on Raw. Raw? Oh. <laughs> on Raw. Along with RK Bro, I'd say. Along with RK Bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, and I'm excited for, um, like you said earlier, Keeney as well, uh, Balor B. Rollins should be, should be good. <clears throat> really, yeah. he like absolutely destroyed Balor here. Um, Bring it on. So I'm, I don't know when that match is going to happen, but obviously at some point. Shall we move on to our favourite show? NXT. NXT. NXT 2.0. I, probably, I think it's my favourite show to talk about just because I never know each week what's going to happen. We go mental. We just go, we just start getting, you know, fits of laughter. Let's get ready. Go on, Fisher. Start the show with your uh, War Games. War Games. <laughs> we are set up um, for War Games now, aren't we? So, and the, the best thing about War Games is the goat Tony D'Angelo is in the match, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, here we go, straight in. He can't help himself. <laughs> no, he, uh, the only person mentioned more than Veer, by the way. I thought Tony we might have started at the start of the card, but no, we've gone straight. No, in. I know, I, no, I was going to be. It's because Keeney. No, missed. no, we're still right, Carry on now. No, let's, let's go. We're, there. What, what do you think? Don't blame Keeney. Right. blaming everyone this hang afternoon. On, eh? Hang on. It is the main point. To be fair, War Games is definitely the main yeah, point. Yeah, we've got, it. guys, I'll get, break you guys up. We've got Tony D'Angelo, Carmelo Hayes, Bron Breaker, Grayson Waller against Champa, Gargano, Dunn, and LA Knight. What a match. <laughs> I, predicted I predicted the old, the new NXT weeks this. ago. With LA Knight randomly cause... logged in. Yeah, I think LA Knight's done well to, to, to get into the old Waller, ones. I was 
I, I, if I'd have not watched NXT, I'd have been like, why on earth is he in there? But after watching that match, the opening match, I, I think he definitely deserves to be in there. He's yeah. very good in the ring. I remember his first match, I think it was against Roderick Strong. I, I, thought, I, um, I, I thought his promo was absolutely brilliant. Like a proper good hill promo. He's better as a heel. When he was being an, a babyface, he was too obnoxious. Mm. He was and not... It, and his match with Champa was brilliant. Then his constant brawl in the Valley Night throughout the show was quite cool yeah. as well. So it was a Bear good pushing. day for, LA, for Grayson Waller, definitely. Yeah, I, I think he his sock went up here because he's really... like His sock? When, they did, uh, sock. when he hosted Halloween <laughs> Havoc... <laughs> his socks were pulled right out. Is... <laughs> um, um, no, when he hosted Halloween Havoc and he did that segment backstage and he was wandering around, and I was like, this guy is annoying. And when he went on Lash Legend, oh, God, I remember actually you um, saying you hated him. I was him. Just like, I can't stand this guy. But in the ring, I've always been impressed with him. I did say that like his debut match, I thought it was good in the ring. And here, I mean, Champa's really, really good in the ring. So wow, helps, what a match. Yeah, this was a great opening match to the show. Um, yeah, brilliant. And the, I think the promo mentioning um, Roman Reigns, John Cena. Well, you never um, see a promo interrupt that like logo thing at the start. I, yeah, I, I yeah never, that I, was I, well clever. I didn't even think that was part of the show. No, <laughs> I, was I thought it was just added on. Was that like, was so good. What's going on here? Grace Lamont is talking. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was that was cool. Um, so yeah, overall, that was a definitely edgy uh, man. He's edgy. A net positive. <laughs> and um, yeah, and yeah, the get match, the, the game, the match should be really good. I think. And then so then we had that in the opening match, and then the main event was also related to that. Oh, the triple which was threat. the triple threat for the North American title, which I said last week. You know, I was really looking forward to um, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and uh, Carmelo. Obviously, um, awesome Carmelo retaining. That's um, because Fish, whenever he shoots, he doesn't miss Carmelo. But that was yeah. only because of your best mate attacking mine Tony and Sean's D. best mate. Tony D came in. Yeah. Att- took out Tony D. <laughs> Who's our best? Why is he is my that best why he's named in your phone? <laughs> That's yeah. why I put him else in my notes, just because it's yeah. easier than writing Tony D'Angelo every time. Um but yeah, yeah, it's it was a good that was a good main event as well. I thought yeah. it, it had a good opener and a good closer, and that's yep. Better. I I think I said um, I oh well, I put it on our Twitter account actually saying that I think um, that's the most I've been invested in NXT 2.0 so far. Yes. Um, I think it's the, the build for War Games has actually not been bad, and no, if you look at the good. card, I think it's a really good card. I was just going to say, as much team... as I'm not as in, it sort of invested in this War Games match as I had been in the past with um, Undisputed Era, people mm. like that. If you actually look at the people on paper. It's a good match. That, that, that's going to be an incredible match. And the women's one as well. It's going to be good, I reckon. I'm Katie worried that Knight's going to be used as a bump boy because <laughs> lately yeah. he's just been destroyed. And I don't think he should be. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Got, um, but the women's one as well, Kaylee Ray added in um, that's cool. as the final member. So I think that's both matches look good. I think the tag team title match, I, I'm expecting yeah, the, the number the... one contender next week. Kyle I think, and Von Wagner I, probably I, win. I, I, I think for me, the men's one is definitely... I'm looking forward to more than the women's personally. Yeah. I think the women's has a couple of wrestlers in there, which I'm not sure how they'll be in that. Like even Mandy Rose. I know she's been in my roster, but I've never seen her in a, you know, a war game. I think, she can, I think, I think she'll think impress she'll, us. I know I she's, she's I, actually, I've seen her in the chamber before. She's been in, in the elimination chamber, but yeah, she might be. She, I'm Didn't sure she, she ever falls just... count anywhere match with Raquel or something like that anyway, which was quite an 
I think she's uh, I think she'll be fine. She's not one of the ones I would be worried about. Yeah, maybe JC Jane or the inexperienced uh, ones more. Um because another one is Cora Jade, but actually I've randomly saw on her Twitter that she um she put a tweet out saying, you know, you you know, if if you don't think I can do this, you you, you haven't seen my past and loads of like pictures of her in like death matches and stuff. Oh, really? so, yeah, so Cora Jade's done a lot of these sort of mad. I've not been too keen before. on her booking. It's been quite a big push. I've not well, been too she, keen she, on. she pinned the woman's champ here. Yeah, I wasn't I too know, happy I wrote on my either. notes. Um, oh, I think she's won every match in NXT so far, and every one of them has been a roll-up. Yeah, has she, has she ever hit a move? I mean, a finisher, sorry. She's hit a move. She had a table she does that by time. Dakota Kai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we mentioned that all the time as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't ever understand that. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the I loved it. Just uh, on the men's one at the end, I loved um, obviously the guys are getting uh, Gargano, Pete Dunn getting beaten down. Um, and I loved it when Champa come out and lifted Johnny up and they looked yeah. at each other. Ch- uh, the fans were chanting DIY. And oh. They still have those sprinklings of the old magic NXT in there that I like. Oh, I think it's going to be. My worry is. The, the, the magic could be completely gone because we've talked before about Kyle O'Reilly going. Johnny Gargano also, I heard, I read um, today, his contract was actually up before War Games, but he signed an extension to do War Games. What um, is he doing? Which is Adam Cole, A-E-Dub. if you remember right, A-E-Dub. Adam A-E-Dub. Cole did the same thing. His contract was up before takeover. I don't want Gargano. Cole, I think, suits it better. I think Gargano, I, I want Gargano to stay. I don't want everyone to go to no. AEW. Because otherwise, oh, yeah. it just takes my enjoyment away from WWE further. We like NXT. all the brands. Yeah, exactly. Too, AW is getting too much now. It doesn't so need. They don't need many. Johnny. Gargano. I think Gargano could start NXT forever. Carl O'Reilly makes sense because he fish and coal over there. I don't mind that. But Basically, Johnny Gargano, we want undisputed era recreated. Plus Candice, <laughs> Candice with the music and everything with Without WWE. So. Candice is still with WWE, which might have a factor in that. But well, it's I just think interesting. They push him to main roster. They're probably negotiating the contracts. Well, he's, yeah, he's also, apparently he, they are. Yeah, War Games would be a good bank. But he signed a very brief extension for now to get him to there to give him more time so that he can be in. A, and I, I was interested. I didn't realize this is his first ever War Games match. What match? Johnny Gargano. Never what been match in is it? War Games. Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> <Do you laughs> <have a> Jump. <laughs> ah. Um. Yeah, but he's never been in it before. He's like Mr. NXT. Really? That's crazy. I was shocked. I, I didn't know until it, he tweeted him. So. This is going to be his like, I, I, I'm Predin. He's coming out to that main roster. Last, I reckon it'll be Royal his last match in NXT, no matter is, what isn't, isn't this the first men's one without any UE guys in there as well? Yeah, it's always been undisputed here. Because Carl be, Riley could have easily been in this match, by the way. They could easily have had Carl Riley with the old guys. Yeah, and, and Von Wagner would have not split to. them and put Von Wagner in there with the new guys. That would have made yeah. perfect sense. That, yeah. would have, that would have made they, sense they to they me. Chosen not to do that. Yeah, I wonder what's is... happening with Von Wagner after his random appearance on SmackDown. I I think that's we'll never hear of that ever again. He just appeared one week for no reason. They changed their mind and just moved him back and never mentioned it again. Personally, that's what I think will happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we got MT going for the tag titles if they beat Legado del Fantasma. Um, yeah. And I think I want them to win just because Legado the Imperium just that, that you know doesn't mean anything really. I think I think Von Wagner and Kyle. I don't think I want them to win the tag titles, by the way. And I don't think they will if Kyle's on the way out. But you know, you never know. 
anything else on the show? I mean, there's a couple of other things. Um, one thing I've written, there's another newcomer coming to our next table that looks a bit, um, a tennis player gimmick. <laughs> um, they love, they're loving, just at the moment, NXT is just like, everyone have a gimmick. Like, and um, yeah, so Tiffany Stratton, her name was. Isn't she just like a rich girl gimmick rather than tennis? Yes, but she, yeah. but she was playing tennis. I don't, I don't really know what it's going to be, but um, so that's someone new. Um, one thing I did like was um, Ivy Nile again on this show. Um, yes. Whenever she's only had a couple of matches, but she's just so awesome. What a um, beast! Yeah, but she's just so, she's just really cool. I like the press ups on the back. That's so arrogant. She was yeah, doing yeah. press ups on the back when she yeah, was like yeah. Nile yeah. on the floor. She I, I really like that. Um, her um, uh, her um, submission move was mad. She, she like had her in a headlock and then put her arm behind her back and managed to grab her other arm and then pull it in. Like some serious yeah. flexibility. It's just different. I've never seen that before. And pure arrogance as well. No, she's very cool. Probably the highlight of um, Diamond Mine at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with you on that. I and, think they um, could do with her in the women's division as well. Her and, her and Bivens are my favourite part of the group, to be honest. Um I love Bivens promos and I like yeah, Bivens. Well, should we talk about Diamond Mine and uh, we've got a cruiserweight title match? I was gonna get talk about this later, Keeney. We will go to this. that. We'll move on. I to was that gonna later. save it. I we'll save, we'll save, save that it. for later. We'll save that for later. Um, um, one other thing I was gonna mention. What? So, what do we think of the Grimes um, Duke Hudson feud? Because <clears> I've not been a fan of it up to this point. Uh, I did like that Cameron Grimes was more, like really serious on this show. I actually have liked it so far. I, I think the um, poker stuff was a bit... I don't think they needed to do a second one in, in, in the ring, no. personally. No. But I don't mind the hair v. hair stipulation. I just... I don't know. Who who cares if Duke Hudson gets his hair cut off? That's, that's the only point. I think this only works if Cameron Grimes loses, and, we, and that's like a really big thing if Grimes gets shaved. Yeah, I just... I love Cameron Grimes, but I'm just, I think Krusty said it best last week when he was on about the comparing it to the LA Night feud, and it's just... This is nothing as, The magic feels just gone with it. It's just a shame. I feel like both of those in that feud have sort of... I, I'm hoping that this match and the War Games Bring match... Bring back Ted DiBiase. Really yeah. Yeah, I miss him. Awesome. Million um, dollar man. That's yeah. all I've got to say about um, NXT. NXT. <clears throat> all right. Let's too. move on to AEW. AEW. So should we talk about Rampage first and Dynamite or just all of it together? Uh, A-Dub's just one big one big splurge of stuff. I didn't have too much to say about Rampage. Um, no, I had one thing from Rampage. Jade Cargill is going to get the title shot for the TBS title. No, she's in, she, she's in the semis. Sorry, yeah, she's in the next round, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. But she's I, definitely going to be in that match. She's in that next match, yeah. Yeah, she, no, she, no, she will be in the final. I, I'm, I'm telling you, she's going to be in the final. She's cool. facing Thunder Rosa, isn't she? Yeah. So it's not definitely. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't say it's definitely. I think Thunder Rosa's going for Brit. I, I think yeah. that's where they're going with this. Probably, you're, um, you could be right based on what we saw. AW is hard to predict sometimes. I'm not sure. I think it could happen that way, but I think also Thunder Rosa could win that title. And... I'm just trying to cover my blunder now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing I was actually going to talk about, was um, the Billy Gunn Darby Allen match? Yes, wasn't a big fan of it. Um, no, it wasn't very good, was it? To be honest, I, everything from AEW, I really like, apart from one other thing actually, and that was the Gun Club as well. Uh, not a fan of the Gun Club. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not no, I don't the Gun like, Club. 
But so everything else on AEW I really like this week. But I um this match, it wasn't I don't mind Billy Gunn because people are saying, you know, oh wait, you know, Billy Gunn's 50 odd, he shouldn't still be there. I don't mind him having a match, but I don't get why he's in a, like he was having basically feuding with Darby Allen. Doesn't make any sense to me. And what really one spot that really annoyed me in the match was he kicked out at one from a coffin drop. It's yeah. Billy Gunn. It's Billy Gunn for Christ's and sake. And he then stayed in position for another coffin drop straight after. Even well. in his prime, like he was a he was a fairly big deal, but not. But he, he's barely been on TV. He's not a big deal anymore. Just have Derby beat him like easy. Like what's? I don't understand it. The booking of it, and I didn't like it. Um, the match itself wasn't that bad. I just didn't. I didn't get it to be honest. I don't understand the point of it. I'd rather them pushed the younger members of the Gun Club. Um, well, especially as Colton, they are a little bit more when we look at Dynamite. Yeah, maybe. Um, that, that, and I actually don't mind it. I'm, I'm relatively, I'm not invested, but I'm a bit, I'm intrigued about this feud. Okay, I don't know. I thought it was quite a good match. The Gun match. Club fanboy, who knew that? They had a random well, I, Derby running out. Was it that insane? Was, that, I yeah. put that, that spot. My, my, my God, off. did he bloody again, took his head off? Very much like the fan on Roy. Flew at him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's what maybe that's what he but, took inspiration from. <laughs> they reminded me of the other day when he he took out MJF over the barrier. Oh, to be honest with you, yeah. anything that Darby Allen does is brilliant. He's great, so he can make this feud good. I mean, but this I just, feud's fine if it's not a pay per view feud, and if Darby wins uh, it's it comprehensively. Not gonna be, it's not be as long as those two things happen, then this is fine for me. Well, I wouldn't just, mind them pushing the two younger Gun Club members. Yeah, well, like I said, Colton Gunn has got the best unbeaten record in AEW. He's got like 36 That's why I don't like the record. The, out of 36. The, that's what I don't like about... Um, yeah, but maybe he's having good matches on Dark and Dark Elevation. We just don't know. I know, but that's yeah, what I don't fish. like. Yeah, but I don't like... The, the thing I don't like about the, um, the win-loss records is they just put random people that aren't even signed to AEW and then put them up against these people and they just boost the stat. It's stat padding. Yeah, it's, it's basically who appears on Dark Elevation more, isn't it? <laughs> Rather than yeah, who, it's, who has the most it's no different to real win loss ratio though. It's what boxers do. Well, it's even the football yeah. teams. Ninety percent of your matches you're expected to win. But it's just the odd couple where it's obviously it's never as easy as thirty six wins out of thirty six. But the premise is there. You you're expected to that, win. Yeah, but a, there's a purpose. I just don't see the point of doing that when you, it's not real. Like you don't need to do it. Basically, is what I'm saying. I like it. I think it's different. I like it in some different in certain situations. Well. I like the fact that wins and losses matter. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like they have rankings. Really, you can really stat pad it for like you can put the most random person suddenly you don't even know. And like, oh, they've got like this many wins, and it's. it's... Yeah, but then they get to face someone half decent, and then, then they get locked down a peg. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think maybe Col- Colton Gunn would be the one I'd have against Darby, not Billy Gunn. I think it was the same with his guy um, with the record. I think they're mentioned... probably going to get that, aren't we? Mm. I think even with um, QT Marsh- Marshall, they mentioned that he's won quite a few matches recently. Yeah, which I didn't it was know. like thirty-six they... to two or something. And they put it? him against mm. Punk, and he obviously lost. So. Um, you know, I guess that that is what they do. Um, they they build a few people up and then they just have them lose. And then I think the it. reason they made Billy Gunn face Darby first was to try and get this feud going. Then they might have Austin or Colton Gunn. Yeah, maybe face him, which would be a better match and actually mean something. Billy was just a start. Yeah, I'm defending yeah. this Gun Club feud. I no. just not not invested in the Gun Club at all. 
Can we talk about something we are invested in, please? And that Not is the egg again. Yeah, I was so, just getting the one negative out of the way. Yeah, I just want to. I talk about invested. MJF. Oh my god. And CM Punk. It's promo. They had a twenty-five I... minute promo. Oh, back and forth. This was absolutely. <laughs> are we saying amazing? This best promo. It's my favourite promo it's of my the year back or and forth promo. Because the Eddie Kingston one was good with Punk. Actually, Eddie Kingston was... was very good, yeah. This one was that longer. was good, but I still think this was better. Yeah. I think this, was better. this This MJF one seemed to split opinion set. on Limor, which I was shocked by. I mean... Um, but some people didn't like this promo. I loved it, personally. What? I, what I think was... it was because it was too many WWE references in it. And it, some people were a bit put off by that. But I didn't mind. I don't but like it really. when they talk about WWE. But they were talking about it in in, in ways it made sense, like the the Miz dig. Yeah, that like, was hilarious. Because uh, I, I, I think, think that was it. the best thing Punk said. We, we've I've got I've got notes on stuff there. Um, so MJF said, "How does someone straight edge look like a meth addict?" <laughs> that was amazing. Punk. That was a great way to start. That was like I, like, I yeah, love the. I'm, I'm about to verbally finish you quicker than your UFC career. Yeah. Yep. That was savage. And then Punk said, MJF, I didn't know your name was Max. I thought it stood for My Jealous Fan. No, I like that. Because yeah, <laughs> there was a self... Like, have you seen the picture online from Punk and MJF that has been going? Around? Yeah, yeah. yeah MJF's that. like, it's like, obviously like 10 years ago plus. But MJF's mm. a kid, basically. And he's yeah. got his autograph of CM Punk. Like, he's really happy because <laughs> obviously he's a big fan of his. So that is legit, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all about the poster on the wall when that CM Punk was on about. Um, yeah, I like the hustle, loyalty, respect line. Yeah, I like my favorite line was the Miz bit. I think, and the crowd yeah. started shouting Miz at him. Well, um, and also that hustle, loyalty, respect line. I think that actually rings true because I think Punk's been compared a lot to John Cena because he's been like just pro AW and not. He's been like a company in the, guy in the Kingston feud. Yeah, like, he he was the Cena Cena to it. Yeah, he has been a bit Cena-ish. I would yeah. say so far. And it's I love the um, yeah, the the subtle di- Triple H um, mentions as well. Talks yeah. about only being number one if Tony Khan so- somehow has a daughter and you marry her. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Um, you know, having a little dig. I at honestly Triple H. would struggle. I, I wrote in my notes. No, so I think I'd <laughs> struggle to say. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't mind. Thing is, sorry. Go on. Carry on. I, I wrote in my notes. That MJ, I would struggle to argue against MJF being the best on the microphone in professional wrestling. Oh yeah, I I, I couldn't make an argument yeah. against it. He, he might not is... be number one, but he's like number t- in the top three. One thing that's doubt. for sure, he he's the best. Well, right, Reigns is a heel like, as well, but I think he's the best. I at still being think MJF's better because he allowed that. He's allowed to say more than the likes of Reigns is allowed to say. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just it's like the insults, isn't it? It's I, the that's what I think. Eddie beats. Kingston's like up there as well. Like the be- a better prom- heel promos are going to probably be in AEW because they can get away with more. Yeah, yeah. no, you're absolutely right. I, the only I one think... I think who gets close to it is Seth, and that's more. That's a different style, isn't it? That's more arrogance than yeah. Insults. Um, another one I wanted to pick out was Punk saying that. Um, MJF's been replaced as a pillar by Britt Baker. Yeah, that was good. Like that line. Yeah, really like that, that one as well. And it's just brilliant back and forth. I mean, I could watch that again. 
Yeah, I was going to say because I probably I, will. Watch it, was, that again. I, it was so long at one point. I was like, God, how long is this promo? It was like over 20 minutes, I swear. Yeah, but no, okay, but so usually, honestly, I would have not minded if the whole of Dynamite was just that. Yeah, usually, I, if it was two hours and it was that 25 minute promo, start of a show, you're like, oh my God, just get to wrestling for God's sake. But as this, I was like, just waiting for the next slot. I was like, next line, you know, I can't wait to hear what they're going to say next. If they just... said, we're going to have a break, but we're not going to have any wrestling tonight. But just these two are just going to talk to you for an hour. <laughs> I would not have cared, honestly. I wouldn't. Uh, it was that good. It just again, I've said it. I, mean, I say it all the time, but MJF is just so good at what he does. Just he just he has this like his smile is so smarmy and like just he's like a cartoon it. character. Yeah, isn't I don't he? know how he does, does it. it. He has perfected his smile, his walk. The way I honestly he talks. can't see how he could ever not be a heel. No, he, he has to be a heel forever. He can't he, change, can he? Yeah, he, he can never change character. If Just he does, he will, he will go down as one of the greatest. Yeah, if he can change himself, insane. he's going to follow in Jericho's footsteps, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. One of the greatest ever. Because to, to be able to do that is something special. It is hard when someone can do babyface and... And if they like, do it well. Because, I mean, down. Roman did it, but he got booed to a It's, it's, yeah. like the rever- it's almost it? like the reverse... Brian, though, because I never thought Brian would be a heel. Really. I know he's, been, I think he'd been a heel earlier in his WWE, but not. Top, so but then the Planet's Champion gimmick yeah. in WWE, and now, and even but stuff now. Now, I think now he is. I, again, if we're just moving on to this quickly, yeah, his, segue off. His, his bit where he has um, Colt Cabana's tooth. I just, yeah. I just so. Was that his and, actual tooth? I think so. I mean, I, I don't know. It would have been good if they set that up. There, there uh, was no, there was no blood on the tooth, and I think if that was ripped from his mouth, wouldn't there? Or if, if it was chipped, maybe it might, it might just be in a tooth. I don't know, but yeah, I, I thought this was brilliant from Brian. So good. I love his just kick-ass mentality at the moment. And yeah. I really, uh, I like him now more than I ever did in WWE. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I don't. I would say I like him about the same amount. Yeah, I, I as, think as, I, as I, I just think he's on par. To his I just think run. his wrestling's better. I think his wrestling's better. Again, that's probably just not being allowed matches. to have like great matches on TV every week, which he yeah. wasn't doing as much. And they he was still having great pay per view main events and stuff, but he wasn't having weekly bangers necessarily. That's what I'm loving. It's not just um, him coming out shouting yes, then I'd have a two minute match. Mm. And that's like, that's not against that's against the brand, isn't it? That's yeah, not against yeah. Brian, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But he's not he's not a different person. He's <laughs> He's just been booked differently. That's why I prefer it because I think I like the wrestling side of him more. Sometimes he grated on me with his promos, uh, especially when it was a face. Um, but in AEW, he's not done that. Yeah. Oh, and obviously here, he, him and um, Hangman Page had a sort of little promo, and um, this was really good. Again, um, I loved it because he he called the fans fickle, and that was his, again. That's his, yeah. That oh, yeah. in his Planet's Champion thing, um, and then he quite rightly turned down the challenge from Hangman Page because he'd already, he had already wrestled a match. Yeah. And I like I, it when a heel is justified in what they do. And you called him coward. He said, that's not coward, coward shit. shit. That's and I was like, shit. Yeah. actually, you're probably right. Insane. Well, that's my only criticism of this, is I don't think Hangman should have challenged him for a match straight after having a match. As, as the biggest face in professional wrestling yeah. right now, probably yeah, shouldn't have side. done that move. Yeah. You, you yeah. should. It, I think it, it's it showing he's aggravated, though. Showing yeah. his ag- aggravation, which in a way that's what happened with Brian. That's how he turned. It's interesting to see maybe if they give Paige a few cracks, which would be a real interesting well, sort of th- twist. That was good. I actually had a question: Is do you think 
Hangman should be standing up to, for the Dark Order guys a bit more. Because at the moment, Brian's just kicking the shit out of them week after week. And Hangman's not really, like, protecting them in any way. He's, they're just he's letting them go out and get beaten up. I think he's quite should into he do being, more? like... Um, Paige is quite into sort of standing on your own. Yeah. Uh, two feet, isn't he? He's never really got involved with things like that. Or even when yeah. he did, he waits ages, doesn't he? And yeah. I don't think he ever wants people to help him because he pushed back, didn't he, at the Dark Order? I think yeah, it does kind of suit his character, in all, in all fairness. Yeah. I, I can understand that maybe he should if it goes too far. Like, if it goes really far. Then and how boring in. would it be if every week <laughs> Hangman Page came out and yeah. interrupted <laughs> if, the if match gonna, every If you're going to have matches with Oh, no, Dark no, yeah, Order I wouldn't do it every week. week. But I, I think there's a point where he's got to be like, all right, that's enough now. Maybe I'm, when you, Brown's you've got to fight beating me. up Hannah J or something. Maybe then he'll come out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. When he's gone through everyone. Although he's got like... One, two, three, ten. But I say 11, he's, he's, he's got he's, he's got a ten weeks of this yet, so he gets to hang around. You remember page. when Dark Order used to just like pile in like 20, 30 people into the ring? Yeah, just yeah, random. That was when they sucked, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, at first, that game. Honestly, I didn't, can't believe the gimmick's still happening because, to be honest, at the start it was terrible. Bro, uh, Bro he saved it. Yeah, he did. He did save he, it. The, him coming in as leader really saved the gimmick. He did save um, it. Although they were still heel until until he passed, and then yeah, they, they were they, they were starting to, stay, to work as a they they, they had to be face on, didn't they? There was no yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't have they did the tribute show and everything for him. Yeah, <laughs> like it can't be heels there. Um, should we move on to something? There's one uh, segment that I thought was awesome on this show, and I didn't expect it. Was the Dante Martin has joined Team Taz? Uh, um, did awesome. not expect this. I didn't expect it, but it was the way it was done. I thought was really cool. In they it was all they were all around the table backstage, um, almost a contract signing type vibe. Um, and then Taz is like cuts a good promo, and Leo said, Why are you even here? We don't want you here, like thing. Um, and I thought Dante Martin was gonna side with Leo. Yeah, I assumed we were setting up for a tag team feud. Yeah, Dante and Leo against oh, yeah. That's what it like gone. and then Leo kind of goes to you know take the pen, and then Dante Martin just the, the way he does it just grabs his hand. And like, no, I'm signing this. And then just leaps over the table and goes for, for them. I thought it was really well done. Um, my only slight criticism of this, actually, is I did think, what, why? Because he's been winning since he's been with Leo. And I think we're going to find that Beans out. has lose a lot. But I guess it's strength in, you know, strength in numbers. And I'm guessing there's another reason. They'll probably book... AEW will pay it off, I'm sure, with a good reason. Yeah, so that, that's my one criticism of this is... Dante Martin jumps ship easy, doesn't he? Because he jumped from Matt Seidel to Leah Rush at the first chance he possibly could. And now he's jumped from Leah Rush to Team I Taz felt like that made chance. sense, though, because he was I losing. Think he's easily yeah. influenced. That yeah, is, is, is this, is this, is, if this is his character, I'm quite in for it. But I just wonder how long is he going to be with Team Taz for? Is he going to move on to something else? Dark Order next? Then he'll go into... <laughs> like, I, I just don't know. I don't know what the Danny Martin is. Martin, <laughs> just go for every group in... AEW. The hurt business. Until his, yeah, yeah, until his brother's <laughs> back, then I don't know what's gonna happen. Because we said, I think a couple weeks back, as soon as his brother's back, a three man team of the top flight and Leo Rush is, is quite a cool group. But maybe that's what will happen. His brother will come back, go with Leo Rush, and then he's gonna get jealous. Might have a feud, yeah. maybe. Or I maybe... don't expect Leo to be like the the lone baby face in this feud, though. It's cool, isn't it? It is it is a strange. Mm. I mean, I'm intrigued though. This is I'm definitely I can't wait to watch next week. See what I happens. love Leo Rush, so I'm up for having him having like an underdog baby face kind of run because I think he's great at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool, cool segment. Um cool segment, guys. Um I just want to point I want out to mention a match. Yeah, I'll I'll just quickly this isn't this is a you don't have to comment on this, but I thought 
2.0 and Daniel Garcia had a good night because they threw coffee in Eddie Kingston's face and they interrupted a Jericho, Jericho promo. Yeah, they're peeing like, everywhere. Yeah, these guys used to, when they first got signed 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, they were um, getting big matches, weren't they? And they've yeah, kind they're of got off the radar. Derby. So yeah. they obviously see something kidding because they are mixing with the elite. I was shocked that wrestlers. AW signed them because they did obviously NXT. They did nothing, honestly. Yeah, I quite I, I quite like it. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I well, we're going to get Eddie Kingston against one of them surely because that was um, you know throwing coffee in the face was quite a. I like the know. random square head rip from Jericho. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. I, I, I didn't even. I started looking at staring at it. Yeah, same thing. I was like, yeah, actually, it's quite square, isn't it? <laughs> Jericho is <laughs> so good. Ugly SpongeBob SquarePants is what he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, that so was good. Um, I wanted to mention, definitely worth a mention in my opinion. Uh, amazing <laughs> match, Jamie Hater versus Thunder Rosa. Yeah, this was really good. What a match. And I think it worked so well because it just came straight out. They, they were straight out of the gates. They were battering each other, really fast, aggressive wrestling. Some of the hits they were taking and the bumps were mad to, to like the outside, off the ropes. Um, and I thought the two of them together worked really well because Thunder Rosa has that really aggressive, quick style. And Hater's actually really strong, which I'm starting to realise. Mm, um, yeah. So sort of a mixture of those power moves with the really quick... Uh, wrestling style was actually fantastic and this is uh, I mentioned earlier about Britt Baker versus Take Conti disappointing me this match was far better in my opinion yeah it was so yeah. a pay-per-view women's title match should be better than a random match on Dynamite yeah, well, from I, I think Thunder Rosa is the best in-ring female star they've got including Britt Baker it just just yeah. just in ring they're just or even Serena Deeb's up there by the way in terms of in-ring. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this was good. I actually thought here we might actually see Jamie Hayter win only because I thought we were setting up for Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker. That's what I thought we were going to get to. So I thought maybe Britt Baker interferes and Jamie Hayter advances. See them. So Jade Cargill just later down the line, though. fly through her, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's going to set the feud up. That's why I think Jade Cargill is going to go to the end. Interestingly, Jamie Hayter at the end of the match was annoyed with Britt and she wasn't oh, in the promo well, later. So... Yeah. Well, she, she, was, she, wasn't, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. It was only Rebel and Tony Siobhan. Siobhan. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah. it's yeah. interesting that they <laughs> they um they kind of did that. So Siobhan. I don't know where that's going. That could it could lead to. I don't think it will lead to them splitting as a group. But it could do. Maybe. But she yeah, didn't I agree like with Turkey you on the, on the match. Much. I agree on you on the match being really good. Um, and and the crowd as well were yeah dual chanting for so both of them. It. They were really into it. So that shows that it was really good. Um, and I think uh, Hater, I hope they start to really use her. I want Thunder Rosa to be champion in the near future. Yeah, um, she should be a, the one. She should, she, should be the, she should be the next main champion. Yeah, the next. Definitely. I don't know. I'm not saying that should be next month, but it could be in a year's time, but she should be the next one. Yeah. And um, I think Hater needs to be used. I think she's shown she can she can wrestle. Yeah, she has impressed me actually in ring. Uh, this isn't the first time she's impressed me in ring, Jimmy Hater. I think mm-hmm. she is good. Um, just maybe, maybe get away from Britt Baker and have her on her own and see what she can do. We may have seen that happen. Yeah, I think they'll elaborate on that. You could see even a few between them, them two. That could be good. Britt, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Hater Baker for the title could be quite cool. Be good. I think that'd be really good. It's sort of a rebel special referee. <laughs> no. Uh, is there anything else from A Dub? 
I think I'm looking at my notes. We'll talk about really the main event. Else. We mentioned the belt, didn't we? Yeah, we'll just briefly talk about the main event. It was yeah, just I'm, a... I just want this to be done with. If I'm yeah. honest with you, I've been saying that for weeks. I love these eight wrestlers, and they had a great I love the match. Was good. All of them. Well, I, I don't love Cody. Actually, no, I do. I, I like Cody a lot, actually. But these together are just a bit, bit weird. I don't the match really... was good, but yeah, yeah. I had no. I, didn't, I always found myself not caring. Just, I just like. Yeah, I let's, get, let's, let's get Malachi Black doing something else. Let's get Andrade doing something else. Let's get FTR and tag. Oh, actually, they just lost a tag title match, but you know, FTR in a feud. Let's get. Lucha Bros in a proper feud for a title. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's it's done now. Surely, let we just move on from this, please. Yeah, but a good match. Good match. Good match. Bell got thrown back at the crowd. And, is and it time? Ring. It is time. I it's fancy a skid. Marks. Skid marks of the week. Right, who's going first on this? Then. Um, I'll start. Because mine's, um, I think, fairly quick one. Um, yeah, mine's going to be quite quick. I think Krusty should go last, actually. Yeah. My skid mark is, is the booking of Liv Morgan. Uh, this isn't necessarily actually based on this week. It's, it's, it's a long-term thing. Uh, the, crowd, the crowd and people online are very much behind Liv Morgan. And personally, I'm not quite sure why. I, I think she's good in ring, but people are really behind her. I think, okay, fair enough. You know, she, she deserves a push. And there's been glimmers of her, you know, getting pushes. And then she was just losing to Carmella week in, week out on SmackDown towards the end of her SmackDown run. And then she comes on to Raw, and I think she lost to Carmella again. And, and, and then she wins that five-woman match, um, which was only really because Belair got taken out of it by Dewdrop. And then the... the this this week, I thought she had a promo with um, Becky Lynch where she just looked so out of her depth with Morgan. She, she almost cried, actually, it, it was looking like, because Becky was just ripping into her and she had no response. And I don't really get what they're trying to do with Liv Morgan because this title match feud, there's no, like, deep-rooted feud here. This is just because she won a number one contenders match. And there is nothing... WWE have done in the past year to, to make me think that Liv Morgan has a chance of beating her. The reason why these Reigns f- f- uh, matches he has for the title work when they're against like Cesaro or someone is because the story to go with it is brilliant. But here, I just don't think there, I don't think there is a story with Liv Morgan and Becky. I mean, they kind of went back to Becky saying Liv could be champion that what that time. So you know, maybe that one sentence that was spoken about six months ago is, they had is a chance, the whole story I think, here to sort this out if they'd have had Liv go the distance and be like the sole survivor and look strong even if she didn't win yeah. if, if she won it would have been fantastic I think if they'd have made Liv Morgan be get the last pin yeah and you thought oh okay she's got a legitimate reason now to face Becky and we may believe she's actually going to win yeah, well, and I they could have built a better in that match. Yeah, for sure. I'm, yeah, you know, earlier we mentioned Tony Storm getting a couple of pins. Like, oh, yeah, she's challenging Charlotte next. She, you know, that's quite a strong. Whereas, yeah. yeah, Liv didn't really get that. She got um, one pin, but yeah, I mean, that's on that, Tony, that's, that's but then got eliminated straight after. So yeah, and it's just it's just a shame because I think there is more to come from Liv, and that they've never been fully behind the WWE. And this imagine just, if we get a shock win. I mean. <laughs> There is just no chance, is there? Like, I, I would, I, well, actually, no. 
but the thing is though i i would actually i don't think i'd even like it if she did win because i'd be like well this is stupid because she hasn't she's barely won a match for a year all of a sudden she's beating becky lynch like they've they've just it's just a booking horror show Liv morgan for 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 about a year now it's been a horror show i think i did i think there's an opportunity here to build a like a long-term underdog story they haven't it hasn't started well and i i don't have faith in them to do this but like if they have the match with becky she doesn't obviously she's going to lose but she loses just like she looks good in the match Mm. then she can slowly rebuild towards like maybe like the royal rumble or something like that and you can slowly start like building her and building her and building her until that moment finally comes like a few months down the line or a year down the line and start something this could be the start what i'm saying is this isn't going to be the end of hopefully lives push hopefully this is just the start of it like she loses a big match and that sparks the the cycle but i don't know yeah i mean i, I would love to say you're right i just don't have faith no i, I don't have much faith but yeah. I, I don't know yeah anyway that's that's my skid mark who's a good skid so mark? mine is gonna be there was a few options this week um we've talked about quite a few of them already but i'm gonna go for it's it's a bit of a random one, but the um the booking of the cruiserweight championship um in NXT, which is why I stopped you earlier, Keeney, when you were talking about the um <laughs> yeah. Joe Gacy thing because I thought I'd mention it. Um, I, what I don't get about it is, so Roderick Strong was basically feuding with Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones has beaten him. He's not two hundred five. So they're not going to have a cruiserweight. And I said last week, it wouldn't surprise me if they just say, scrap the weight limit and do a feud, which wouldn't make any sense because they've released all of their 205 live roster. Um, so they can't, he can't, hasn't really got anyone to face, Roderick, apart from Kushida and a couple of others who have, he's already faced, Grayson Waller. Um, and then now he's feuding with Joe Gacy, who is also not under 205 for the cruiserweight championship based on nothing. And what, if you're going to go over the limit, you might as well go all the way and do Odyssey Jones. So I don't understand this at all. And I just, I don't get the booking of, I think at this point, you might as well scrap the Cruiserweight Championship, to be honest with you. 205 Live gets no thought put into it whatsoever. I can't believe that's still a show because I don't know if you've seen it recently, but... It's just no... NXT Dark matches, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is just NXT Dark now. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it, but I see... A lot of the match graphics come up. So yeah, well, on. this week it's like Amari Miller against someone. This week, that's yeah. the sort of matches on there. So know, it's not really, it's not a cruiserweight show anymore. No. Essentially, it, it hasn't been for like six just months. NXT dark, and then, and and most of the roster who are cruiserweights have been released or left one way or another. Even people like Trey Baxter recently, I think he was under two hundred five. Um, yeah, there's the, just no the, one there. The cruiserweight belt was definitely outlived its purpose. I, like, I, yeah. I don't think it's needed anymore at all. Again. It was, Great Rod- when um yeah, like, Roderick Strong is and people like that. Isn't yeah, it? But- Roderick Strong's not elevated by being cruiserweight champion no. at all. In my it opinion, it gives Diamond Mine a belt. Yeah, North that- North American title is a real good protected title, but cruiserweight title is stupid. And yeah, this um Bivens has wavered the weight limit so he can fight for the title for one match or something. But then if Gay, I mean Gacy can't win because then he's Unless that's how they get rid of it. Gacy wins, then he says, you know, he does his weird promo about, you know, this title's stupid and get, gets rid of it that way, maybe. That could that could yeah. be a way of getting rid of the title. I, I just don't know. Yeah, maybe. I just don't, don't get where it's going at the moment. 
Um, so yeah, I thought yeah. I'd have that as my skid mark this week. Good skid ish. So I'm going to skid all over this, and WWE skidded all over one of the matches at Survivor Series, the mm. women's elimination match. I did not enjoy how Sasha Banks was eliminated. Not one bit. This looked horrible. The idea, I suppose, is okay that she's having some feuds, so they get annoyed and they don't let her back in the ring. So I'll be honest, I didn't even like the idea. Out. But mm. just the fact that they were pulling her out of the ring, it wasn't even like they beat her up or something like that. I wouldn't have minded that. sort of. So she couldn't get in. I think it was two or three times she tried to and actually got in the ring, but the rest still carried on counting the rounds. Yeah. It was like the execution, the film. execution was horrific. They really got it so wrong. So bad. So yeah. bad. Even, even, to me, even the idea is bad because from a logic point of view, right, why would you think, even if you're feuding with somebody, why would you think, right, well, we're desperate to get our captain and star person eliminated. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The only way I made up, it work okay just get the match they won. had like a proper dispute in the middle of the match. So like they were arguing or something and they just lost it and then just started playing. If they didn't realise, if they didn't realise, yeah, yeah, like they got double, like counted out kind of thing. And they, you it's didn't like realise like Ma- McIntyre and Drew, like if you compare it, I mean, Drew and um, Lashley got yeah. counted out, but they were brawling and they didn't even know that the yeah. count was happening. They weren't, their own team weren't desperate to get them eliminated. That was, yeah. that's what was stupid about it. it, it if they'd have done it, so it was like Belair and Sasha were fighting on the outside and Belair made it in on nine and Sasha didn't make it in. I'd have accepted that. Yeah. But your it own was team terrible, to it? pull you out of the ring. Like, why is Natalia pulling her out of the ring? And it wasn't even like a little tiny, like, like just. They made it look so bad that it was like someone out of a comedy sketch. It was like, oh, no, you're not going in back. I'm pretty sure when you're on the apron and you're half inside the ring, that normally resets the count. Yeah, well, it, it does. You see it all the time. You see, to, to break the count, someone just rolls on the apron and rolls back out again. They don't roll straight into the ring, stand up. But like, I mean, you just need to be on the apron to break the count. So yeah, it's, it's stupid. And it, that was the start of and, the and, anchors. And I've got to say, this mm. would have been, you know, this anyway, but this would have been my skid mark if you didn't have it, Krusty. So this uh, is a double uh, skid. It's did, a double. Did, this was the skid mark of the week. Those pants are ruined. <laughs> that's not even. That's not even a skid mark. It's just all three of us had a skid on that. On, yeah, on this it, one. This was just outright bad. Um, I don't yeah. really know why anyone would defend it. Like, I, no. I'd love to hear someone go. Actually, I didn't mind it. I don't know why yeah. you would. Yeah, well, like um, you say, that the logic was what Krusty said, but the logic you can argue with and you can maybe make a case for, but the execution is horrific. So to the point they should have just like mid, like you know, they should have just changed their mind at the time and been like, okay, this is this is gone wrong. Just let her in and let this has gone wrong. Let's, but yeah, let's just distract her and get a hit at KOD or something. Yeah, to get her out or. Uh, yeah, just stupid. Yeah, just... Sasha gets herself DQ'd or something. Yeah, absolute horror show. What a shambles. <laughs> so there's my skid, and I think we've skidded. Yeah, so I think that's all for this week. Um, we will be back next week. No pay-per-view for the first time in a couple of weeks, so it'll be hopefully a little bit of a shorter week next week um, in terms of time. Um legs. Follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Um, we're part of the Robot Republic community. Follow them on Robot at Robot Republic underscore um, for more um, 
podcasts based on um, horror, gaming, etc. Um, and that's it, really. Um, so we're going to recharge our batteries now, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. See you next week. Goodbye. 